What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Neat the Podcast. This week, we are sponsored by the heavily favored E3 game, Backdoor Simulator, a VR experience on PlayStation 4. Backdoor Simulator. I am your host, Chris Kiku Kubiak, the Glorious Geek Samurai, and with me, as always, is the Demon Sour Cream, Raish Alfini, Josh, and, of course, everybody's favorite, the man with so many names, but only one that we like to call him, Squishy Pookie Buns. Raymond, Galley, Hawkmoon, Fat Man Mini, Mike Williams, the fanatic with the schematic, or as his friends and family have come to know him, Arthur Gilligan IV. Guys, I know you're doing well. I'm not even going to ask that you how well you're doing. How was your E3? I'm vetoing that name. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, first Christmas is great. First Christmas has been very very um what's so it, it wasn't overwhelming it was like we got just enough just i enough. like to i like to say that uh i really like the last few years of e3 and you just get really good stuff and there's a lot of there's almost too much love this year i'll get into that later but you know you really do feel the love developers and publishers except activision uh josh how was first christmas for you uh, it was good i mean we expected and knew a lot of stuff going in, not just from leaks, but I mean, it was pretty much on par with what we were expecting the last couple months. Um, we got our first look at a lot of games, got a lot of stuff teased that may or may not make it out this gen. Um, and all around got some more in-depth looks at some titles we're really, 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 really looking forward to. There were some, uh, it, it was nice, there were small surprises. Uh, yeah, there was no like Megaton announcement. Uh, like we didn't have horizon to drop out of nowhere that wouldn't have been megaton that would have been like oh so soon yeah nah that would have been that would have been me pre-ordering it uh immediately that would have been too no pre -order. that that means that they would have been reusing a lot of assets and i would have been nearly as excited so okay fine metroid prime 4 available in two months that would have been much better thanks josh <laughs> i know now we can all go cry ourselves to sleep show over no, actually, the Megaton would have been the goddamn Superman game, so I don't even want to talk about it. So you know what? Let's let's jump straight into it. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna I'll, I'll lead for a little bit, and you know, probably Josh will take over at some point in time. Um, Ray will just giggle and wonder how his wallet is going to survive the next coming months. Um, um, fairly well. Fairly well. Fairly well. All right. Well. Um, so, so let's start with it. The first conference of uh, all conferences was EA. What did we think from EA? <laughs> Whack! EA um, did EA. Like, I did. that's exactly what I expected of them, honestly. <laughs> e EA still hasn't seemed to fully grasp that, you know, this is kind of... Uh, okay, I'll, let me restart. They've started to grasp the fact that it's for more than just the shareholders. But the fact that we still get so many sports year in and year out, we get. I mean, but Josh, there are people that genuinely no, like no, no. that, though. I, I, I get that. It's just I feel that if you're watching an E3 press conference, you're not really tuning in to see what's new with Mr. Hamburglar. Some people are, <laughs> like for real. It's also their. I mean, it's also their cornerstone, right? Uh, of I, their, I mean, their, right. Of their I, get that. I mean, that's like that's kind of the claim to fame that they have, etc. But. In a year when you could have shown anything from Respawn, we know Respawn's working on two or three projects right now. You could have shown what Visceral's game turned into. You could have actually told us something about Anthem instead of just talking about nonsense. Well, they did after the fact. Yeah, they did, yeah. 
I'm sure PopCap is working on something. You could have, you know, done something like that. What you do you mean? Focus. Plants versus Zombies. Okay, hey, no, actually, it would have been okay. it would have been Plants versus Zombies versus Bejeweled. Um, that would be great. Been, actually, it, they should give been, all yeah. they should give all the jewels small bodies. That would be amazing. <laughs> I mean, in all seriousness, though, the part of the conference, the parts of these conferences that I like the most with EA are the focus on EA originals on their smaller titles. And I really, really wish they had like another game or two in the pipeline to show us because yes, even though the developers are awkward getting up there, they're not meant to be public speakers. They're just people that are very excited to talk about their games. And these are little games. EA doesn't get a cent of the profits. If I remember correctly, it goes straight back to the developer. That's cool. That's how we got an unravel too. Uh, I heard, I hear a way out was awesome. I haven't gotten a chance to play it yet. And I'm really, really looking forward to that underwater game. Uh, sea of Solitude, yeah. Sea of Solitude, there we go. I, can't I thought believe, that looked like, really cool. Uh, that's actually one of my favorite games that we saw, period, mm-hmm. uh, at E3 this year. Um, it's definitely my favorite out of EA's yes, show. Sadly, it is over. It ended. I watched all the streams go off at the same time, and I was sad. Um, but I don't know, like, yeah, like I said, EA, they didn't have a lot of stuff that like the people like us and people that are listening to this show like, and that we figured that. They showed Anthem, and uh, that's re- like Sea of Solitude and Anthem were all I really cared about from that entire show. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and here's the, the crazy thing about Anthem is, I mean, I, Ray and I were talking while the conference was going on, and both of us were like, man, is this it? Like, I actually had to step away from the stream right after the horrid Command and Conquer mobile segment. Oh, my God, which and, I uh, hear is actually not bad to play, but the I, the way it was presented was terrible. It's so hard to present mobile games. Well, no, they tried to play it off as an eSport, and I'm like, what the fudge no. nuggets are you guys doing? Uh, I was really um, underwhelmed when I got as, it. As an, as an old man, I am very happy that there is anything Command and Conquer out again. I'm glad that you like antiques, but that's fine. Uh, they could have done a better job showing you that antique on the road show. Yeah. Just saying. Um, I mean, the Anthem segment, the more I watch it, I think the more frustrated I get because how I felt watching that and how, you know, right when Ray and I were talking about it, we're like, man, this is just it's not that it's It looked bad. unfinished to me. It, it looks unfinished. Which it is, but still. Yeah. They didn't tell us like any, uh, any of the progression, the gear, the loot, nothing like that. But by all accounts, everyone who has gotten to play it on the show mm-hmm. floor is like, everybody's this, like, it's amazing. Even the people like, oh who God. during the presser were like, man, this looks uh-huh. bad. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, I'm a believer. This this is the right. next step for Bioware. Exactly. I was like, oh, well, and it's just like, so I can't I, I can't really give an opinion on it until after I've played it. Right. But like, it just didn't look good when they showed it. The, the best comparison I think I saw was, have you ever wanted to play a game as Iron Man? Well, you can, and it's in BioWare's world with their rules, and it's awesome. I mean, I did on PlayStation 3, and it wasn't great, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> that game didn't exist. That game was real, and it was better than some other games, let me tell you that. Throwing missiles back and rocket launchers. So, Get out of here. It, so. it, it was my enough of my fantasy, it was fine. <laughs> And I like that they got an actual host this year, uh, Andrea <clears throat> Renee. I really wish they'd let her do more. I though. love Andrea. Awesome she host. did such a great job. She was great. Mm-hmm. Like no, like super corny jokes. Like just you know, like no. It was very much like if you were show. watching her on What's Good or on Kind of Funny. So. Yep. So I don't know. EA. I still uh, of all the shows, it is at the bottom. But doesn't mean that it was terrible. It's just you know, for an E three show. Yeah. For me, nah. I was the only thing I was worried, not worried, but really tuned in for was Anthem. 
Uh, it's the only thing that I'm curious about uh, as a long time fan of Bioware and somebody who was majorly let down by Andromeda. Um, I was worried about this, especially because it's something they've never done before. Uh, and of course, after seeing the gameplay, uh, I watched the gameplay trailer a few times. And I think it's a little bit misleading because they do skip around. And I would have rather watched like the full from the start to the boss that they show you. Don't cut anything out. I want to see, you know, I want to see it. Uh, however, again, even Ryan McCaffrey of uh, IGN, longtime Xbox guy on IGN, said that it's amazing. And really the only thing he complained about, which was something I thought was a little weird, was when you like combo somebody like combo the enemies and like the combo words like pop up like you're playing borderlands uh he was like it was a little distracting and hopefully you can turn it off i hope so too but other than that ea is always ea for me yeah it's it's usually one game i'm really looking forward to and then a lot of burgling hams uh so we'll always be ea i don't i don't ever really rank it i'm like okay cool we're good um after that, Microsoft was the next contender up to fight, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> a lot to talk about Microsoft. I really, really, really liked just about every single aspect of this conference. I say just about because they had a couple of stumbles that were head scratchers, including probably my biggest WTF moment of the entire conference. Uh, but... It was brisk. It kept moving. It felt more like a PlayStation show than a Sony or than a Microsoft show. Oh no! They need it. There were some really weird lulls. Uh, I thought the deviation to talk about Game Pass and Quick Start were really, really weird. Um, those are cool things, but you know, kind of get those out of the way at the beginning or do them towards the end, man. Don't like so, throw them in the middle and kill your momentum. I've gone back and forth on this a few times. And if you're going to have a show like that, you need to have a lot of games that are here. Mm -hmm. And they had all their games were here. I'm not even going to lie. All the games were like right in the middle. Like these, there's, these are exciting, but like none They're of them still were like years off. Well, that and none of them were really like, oh my God, this game looks incredible. Like they, there was really good looking games. It was like none of them. I was just like, oh my God, I got to go out and pre order or buy that right now. None of them. Um, none of them. I had that with two of their exclusives, and that's just me. I really, really like what they're doing with Forza. Every year, they seem to make Horizon better than the year before, or better than the iteration before. I like the dynamic, dynamic weather. I like how that's actually going to affect your game this time. Um, and then Gears 5 looks awesome. Like, Gears 5 was the only game that I'm like, yep. from their lineup, that I'm like, I have to play that. Gears 5 yeah. is the only one. Uh, Gears, like, for me, like, Gears oh, Forza. Xbox had a great show, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it was a good show. But it kind of goes back to what we were talking about before when we first started. Like it, it was what we expected. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and like you just said, they had to have a show like this. Yeah. So, so my uh, my, my E three prediction, my E three prediction came true um, with the the low key announcement of next generation. And really, I don't even think I'll I'll call it halfway true because it was more subvertive, right? Um, first, let me, let me just start by by going to the games themselves. It was cool that they had a lot of world premieres. Exactly. Um, I'm starting to get but, tired of that. I'm yeah. over it. But most of those world premieres were cross-platform games. Um, it's cool that they got to show them first, but let's be honest, 
most be on both consoles. Um, and will be bought on PlayStation. <laughs> right, most of them, right? Um, Unless you have an Xbox One X, then yes, you probably should buy them on the Xbox right. One X. I will put it to you this way. Microsoft, with the games at least, at least validated the people who dropped $500 on the Xbox One X that your machine is not just a really expensive 4K Blu-ray player. Although, um, I feel like the people who bought the Xbox One X, you knew you were buying a boutique item. Yeah. Like, you knew. Right. Right. I, right. So. And it is, it, I mean, honestly, it is, I guess we, we finally have a luxury video game system, but <laughs> at least there's enough... St- at least there's enough stuff coming out to where those people can feel validated that they drop their money and they're going to have more things to play than just sure first-person shooters. I agree. Um, I'm actually going to disagree with that. Um, what? I honestly... With- so so hear, hear me out. Hear me out. As much as I just said I liked Horizon and Gears, those are about the only two things that I think validate the One X right now. There is no, Aside from Horizon, there is nothing coming out this year that makes me say, I want to play that on a One X that is an exclusive title. Next year, oh, exclusive have- titles? No. Yes. Next no, no, no. Year- and that, but that's what's been. But that's what I'm talking about. Is that even with the world premieres that weren't exclusives, right? They they still give the um, illusion, right, that these games are for the Xbox. They're for the One X. And even some of the people who came out that are making cross platform games, some of them that came out even said, "No, this is going to look better on the Xbox One X." Fine, fair, whatever. You know, take your pick. I feel though, at least. You know, Tommy, Tommy John, son of a bitch, who has five hundred dollars expendable cash. That's a name. Is going to be like cool. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at least you know they're going to be like cool. I can play those games on my Xbox One X. Um, because let's face it, for the most part, PlayStation over the past couple of years, their exclusives have been killing cross-platform games anyway. So at least these games and Dying Light. Um, even oh though God. it's not an exclusive, Dying Light is going to look amazing on the I Xbox One I am excited X. about that game, by the way. I Thank you for reminding me. Right. Um, then, you know, we get into them purchasing uh, new first-party studios or that studios that have already... the only prediction of all my predictions of E3 that I got right. This is the only one. I didn't right. get um, <laughs> So... There's been a lot of articles coming out saying, you know, Xbox is playing to win, but they're playing to win even more later. Um, And this is where the subvertive next generation thing comes in. And and my prediction of next gen, these companies that they purchased all have games either out right now that just recently came out or they're about to come out. Um, There is almost, I'm not going to say zero chance, but there's a very low probability except for maybe Undead Labs, that any of these companies are going to have something big coming out before the generation's over. And this is planning for next gen, which is cool. However, um, the studios that that they got, which I know everybody's excited about, you know, Undead Labs really is state of decay. Um, I can't think off the top of my head of anything else they put out, and I'm sure you guys can, um, but it's just state of decay. Uh, Playground Games, which is Forza, um, I don't remember the last time they made a game that wasn't Forza, and Forza's always been an Xbox exclusive. So I, I actually, in all honesty, when they announced they purchased them, I was surprised they weren't already a first-party studio. Um, then they announced the initiative, which has nothing out. They mentioned one name, and they're building a first-class team, and hey, that's great, but is that really necessary to announce now when you have literally nothing to show or even a game title well, to say? You, you just said it. They had nothing else to show. Right. And so they needed like this was the this was a good faith gesture saying, Hey, by the way, the, we are building for the future. <laughs> right. The well, big I mean, get though, in, in 
Oh, go ahead, Josh. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, I I think they needed to do this because E3 isn't just for us, the fans. It's, I mean, it's for the people who invest in them. It's for the the shareholders. And so, yeah, you have to do that. But Phil Spencer, I mean, ever since he took over, we've been like, all right, this is a guy. He's a gamer. He gets it. He, and he's been promising for a while now, like, hey, I hear the concerns. I promise you I'm working on it. This was him coming out saying, all right, we've got stuff for the future. You've got to be a little more patient with us. But I think at this point they know Xbox One is pretty much done. It's yeah, done. And, that's, and that's, you know, that's pretty much, you know, the, the point I'm getting at. But I really think the big get um, out of all of that was getting Ninja Theory. Um, for those who played Hellblade... Uh, and they know, like, well, actually, I mean, Hellblade to me was them reaching, but really showing what potential that studio has. But for those of us who have been, you know, not just playing AAA games, but also mining, you know, the B and the C titles, one of my favorite games from the 360 was Journey to the West, um, which actually had Andy Circus doing mocap. You think you're going to get that enslaved sequel? God, I hope. Um, <laughs> so bad um but i know it's not gonna happen i mean i mean that, I really but no that could literally be an xbox one exclusive it, it could be yeah um i will say this uh oh and they and they also got compulsion games which to me i know a lot of people are like but they haven't even released their first game yet to me though that says two things number one we happy few is going to be amazing for them to have purchased this company with the game not even being released yet and two um they're trying to find some sort of successor to Irrational Games going bye-bye and Ken Levine walking off into the sunset. I just feel like they saw a really Spiritual. Good yeah. I, I just I think they right. saw a really good product. They were like, you know what? We think that you guys have potential as a developer, not just for this game, but as a developer. Right. And we want to give you oh, a absolutely. That, yeah, that's absolutely. what Compulsion absolutely. and especially like Compulsion and Ninja Theory, that's what those spoke to me. Uh-huh. Um, with Playground and Undead Labs, it was a good faith gesture. Like, hey, you've put out these exclusives that have gotten consistently great scores for us. We're going to formally acquire you now. We already mm-hmm. knew about, there was already a long partnership announced, I believe it was a year and a half, two years ago with Undead Labs yep. to develop State of Decay 2 and an untitled game that will mm-hmm. be completely different from State of Decay. Thank goodness. Uh, yes, uh, I think that, you know, that could be really cool, but we know they take their time with stuff. It, look how long it took from State of Decay 1 to State of Decay 2. Uh-huh. Playground Games, not only did they purchase them, they doubled the size of that studio. It's not only going to be Forza now, it's going to be, we, that's going to be the Fable about, Studio. I about to say, we're going to talk about that's the Fable. That's the Fable Studio, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That is that is all but confirmed at this yeah. point, that they're doing the next generation Fable. You add that to, you know, they got Coalition, of course, so they got 343, they got Turn 10, and they're making the new... turn into one of my favorite studios. I am excited to see what happens with the Santa Monica studio, with... Um, what is what was it called? Initiative? Yeah, I think it's the initiative. initiative. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see who does it because the guy who's the studio head over there is one who, like, he was basically one of Phil Spencer's right hand men. Uh, helped him really reorganize everything after the Don Matrick debacle. You know what and that's going to be, right? That's going to be their answer to Santa Monica and Naughty Dog. Well, that's their they're redoing Perfect Dark in like it's going to be it's going to be the high budget. <laughs> Very high graphical fidelity. Like, it's going to be that blockbuster. Perfect Dark is that series, and that's what's going to happen. You know, I, I hope so. I just, the original Perfect Dark is incredible, and it's long overdue for mm-hmm. a good sequel. Perfect Dark Zero was a, okay. It was, uh, when you say okay, it's like if the O just fell off and it's K. Yeah. <laughs> but let's say this when. Mediocre when... shooter you've ever played in your life, and this might be just below it. 
All I'm oh, going to no. say is that when Phil Spencer said we have the initiative, I was re I secretly want Ubisoft now to sell the division to the initiative so well, people get really confused about which one is the developer <laughs> and which one is the game. Uh, <laughs> I will say that, like, I guess my final piece on this is the Microsoft show was important because to me it shows that other businesses and studios still believe in Microsoft. Having but there was a big deal. They still believe in the Xbox One, which I think, to me means really good things. I really think that also uh, Xbox got a taste of what Sony got with the PlayStation 3 where it's not about what kind of hub you're making or anything. It's mm -hmm. about games. It's not about the console. Gamers. No, because no. that's where Sony effed up. They were like, this cell process is going to be the best thing for consoles. And then they didn't have $600. any dollars. Right. Oh, my God. So, yeah, but Microsoft I, definitely learned. <laughs> they did. Um, but, of course, you know, Sony's first-party studios this generation have absolutely knocked it out of the park. Um, and we really can't speak on what these developers who have only made a few games um, can do next generation for them. But there is a lot of hope. Also, Microsoft did have the best game ever. Um, and it's very tempting if you don't for me say to pick Jump up. Force, we're done. Um, well, no, that, that's going to be a platform. So <laughs> let's just get that out of here right now. And you know I'm going to play that. That I will play. Um, it is Gears of War Funko Pop. That is going to be the greatest video game of all time, and it will satisfy my urge to never buy a pop again. You know what that I was? It was the greatest video. fucking troll of all time. I was I so mad. That's my WTF moment of the entire conference, and I just sat there like, I was like the more I thought about it, the more scary. I appreciated the brilliance of it, because then they showed two... Like they showed two one that's more gonna gears be games. They gave us three gears games. Yeah, they did. Well, they yeah. gave us two and a half. That's true. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because because gears tactics gonna suck. That's the no, half. Don't say that because Halo Wars was great, and this is more like a an action like an art kind of like an art, action RTS. Yeah. So, yeah, I really liked how it looked. It'll be. I'm, I probably will not play it, but nope. uh, it looks interesting. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Any final thoughts on Microsoft before we move on? You did a good job, Microsoft. I'm proud of you. So I guess you guys don't want to talk Cyberpunk. Seven. Oh, okay. well, we don't talk about that's like I don't uh, even want to give that to Microsoft because that's his own thing. Yeah, that's the second year in a row they've ended with an awesome looking third party title. Like yes, end with your awesome. own stuff for once. Because remember, they also showed The Witcher at Xbox, and guess what? I don't remember anybody playing it on Xbox. Just saying. <laughs> so I did. Um. Anyway, uh, <laughs> like we said, nobody. <laughs> nobody got him. Daddy. Oh my god. Are you drinking a can of go fuck yourself? I really hope so. Uh, I didn't bring you. It the, says it right here. Uh, go the, yourself, Kiku. Oh no. And there's a pineapple on it. Lol. You're on backdoor simulator. You're the boss. Anyway, um, the next conference up, uh, very small studio. Wait, no, we have to talk about Cyberpunk. You already brought it up. Oh, uh, are we doing that? Yes. Oh, Josh said we're going to hold off till later, but fine. We'll talk Cyberpunk. No, we just said not give it to Microsoft. Cyberpunk. Okay, so the Cyberpunk conference. Yes, the Cyberpunk conference that happened within the Microsoft conference. <laughs> Weren't you guys there? Okay, yeah. so so can we can we can we preface this? Um, it's really cool all the news that's coming out from people who got to play the game for forty five mm -hmm. fucking minutes. No, but I think it was to not to see it for forty five minutes. Yeah. yeah, I don't care. Go on gameplay. That is so fucking fucked up. I was so mad. I, I was like, wrong. oh, there's a closed demo that only these people get to see? Come on, see. What is this, 1989? Get out of here. I was like, there, there were there were two statements I saw that validated 
my belief that this is going to be one of the best games of the generation. Yeah. Or of the next generation, whenever did it he, decides to come out. Did, wait, did you say validated? He said validated. Validated. Number one. Validated. Um, I was hearing essentially validated. that if you do not have a ticket to get into that closed demo, shank somebody who does have a ticket and go in as them. Validate that. <laughs> Rule of threes, you killed it. <laughs> and then uh, number two was the one that Ray and I saw from Jason Schreier, which was like, uh-huh. it has the open world driving of Grand Theft Auto. Yes. It has the shooting of Deus Ex. Yes. And it has the questing system of The Witcher. Yes. And it's basically like in a Matrix style world. Oh my God. I just, I. I've never been like so excited about an announcement, but then also upset that we didn't get to see anything from the game. Um, the fact that it would, the fact that it was playable for an hour behind closed doors, really, really, really makes me hopeful that we see this in early 2020. We'll see it at Gamescom. We're gonna see it at every show between now and the time it comes. I don't think so. I think we see it at Gamescom, and then they're done until it's out. Not even E3 next year. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, for Witcher Three, they just released what was it like two like well, cinematic we saw, trailers? We saw it was like a gameplay trailer, and this will technically be yeah. the second E3. This one? Yep. This is technically the same. Yeah, but they're being—I mean—they're being way more secretive about this one than they were about The Witcher Three. I think That's it's true. because The Witcher. There was already so much speculation because of Witcher Two. Right. And for that hardcore fan base, like they were anticipating this so much. And then when the public first got to see it at E3, they're like, oh my God, like we got to play this. Because don't forget, it was never supposed to make it to a second E3, if I remember correctly. And yeah, like, they had some problems in the head. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Um, but but yeah, the result was one of the best games that's come out this gen. So, mm-hmm. But I I wanted to talk about it now and not wait because like we just there really wasn't a lot. It's just more of our yeah. excitement than anything. Um, I was like, it looks amazing, and I really want this game, but then they didn't show a shit. Although the cool thing was they hid a lot of information about the game in the trailer. Yeah. Oh, they did, yeah. Um, which was really cool to see. Along with download codes for Witcher 3 Complete Edition. Yes, which was hilarious, like, by the way. Somebody like posted that online like right after it happened, and everybody's like, ha-ha, that's funny. And then he's like, no, look. <laughs> they were gone so fast. Oh, yeah. Oh man, but yeah, I'm I I liked seeing it. Um, I want to see more of it. I'm just kind of mad we didn't get to see more of it. It's like, come on now. Like, yes, we know the journalists are there, but blah blah blah. But you should really show it to us because we matter. <laughs> yeah. So, CD Project Red, if you're listening, um, we have an audience that would love to see it early. Release the footage. I mean, just saying. I'll take th- I'll, I'll take three minutes of it. Just three yeah, minutes. I don't need much. I want all of it. I don't care what they say. Well, that's because you're greedy. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Because we're just going to sit here and bemoan the fact that we didn't actually get to see any gameplay. Um, but the next conference that was up, um, a small, relatively unheard studio. Um, not a lot of people play their games. Just a studio out of Bethesda, Maryland, named, funny enough, Bethesda. Um Weird beginning to that conference before Todd Howard came out. That Chelsea was in the other room and she she stepped out about a minute after that performance ended and was like, I thought you were watching E3. What the hell is going on? And I was like, Andrew WK came out and opened it. Who the hell is that? You know, let's I had to look myself. Started. Let's get the party. Yeah. Um, don't know I had to look is. myself. It was kind of catchy, but it was weird. So I was watching it on mute because my mother in law decided to come over. <laughs> 
and talk about her computer for like 30 minutes. And I was like, oh, I, you know, I care about you, but I really, I really got to go. There was this time on Saturday <laughs> called the EA conference. You could have done this. Was, exactly. I was like, I, re- I really got it. But I missed the whole Andrew, whatever his name is. So I was like, I was looking at the muted screen. I was like, who the hell is this? He doesn't make games. And then everybody's like, it's such and such. And I was like, I have no idea who that is. I wondered at one point if we were getting a presentation of Rage 2 or of Jesus Christ Superstar 2. <laughs> the video game. Lol, lol, yeah, lol. pretty much. Oh, I would man. take the American Dad version of Jesus Christ. I've, I don't know what you're refer- referencing. I really don't. I, There's I like really an Apocalypse wish- episode where he kills demons. Oh, like a so he's like, he's like Ghost Rider. Yes, because Ghost Rider. He's like Ghost Rider mixed with Jesus, mixed with John McClane. I like the Ghost Rider one better. Silver Surfer Jesus Christ, here we yes. go. <laughs> we <laughs> we <our> powerful. <laughs> but Rage Two um, looks, looks way better than I thought. Way better. It looks way different from the first one. I mean, it also had to be because the first one was boring and generic. <laughs> I went into this not caring at all. Like when the real life Borderlands, when the leak happened, I was like, "Oh, you know, okay." Kiku just said, "Yeah, like, do you remember what Borderlands was supposed to look like?" This is it. Yeah, exactly. This is it. This is, it. <laughs> this, this is pretty much what I imagine an insane Mad Max Fury Road game looking like. I wouldn't know what that looks like. We know. We know. We know. We know. Man, he just snorted uh, at his own joke. I, I always do. Do you not listen to anything I do? I always laugh at my old jokes because I'm hilarious. He validates himself. Every single time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Rage 2 looks... I Because when they when Walmart Canada, who predicted all of E3, by the way... <laughs> <laughs> um, announced that I was like, really, Rage Two? That's got to be real because who wanted that game? <laughs> right. That I, that I kid you not. That was the message that I was sent. We were like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, look at leaked, and he's like, oh, it's got to be real. Nobody wants half. I was of this like, stuff. nobody wanted that. I was like, this has to be real. Nobody would just make those games up. So <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, after seeing the reveal of it, I was like, man, I didn't finish the first Rage. I remember you that. I. And you don't need. I to. need to go back and play it. And and I started thinking about it. I was like, why didn't I finish it? And I was like, oh right, it was boring as it fuck. Was boring, yes. <laughs> Thank you. It was it was boring, and that's what I don't. I know maybe one person that kind of liked it, but no, it was boring. And well, that's you why need to cut that person out of your life. I did. Um, Good. <laughs> anyway, this game looks way more fun. Like it just they were like, ah, we took the last one way too serious, so let's just have fun with this game. And I really want to play Borderlands it. in real life. I, I'm okay with that. I like Borderlands, and they didn't announce Borderlands like they predicted. So here we yeah. are. I mean, I was okay with almost everything that was shown at this conference. There was literally something for everybody at Bethesda show. Yeah, anybody who likes Bethesda, anything. Yeah, you had something there. Not even Bethesda. You like almost any genre. There's something for you there. You like any style of play. There's something there. I mean, you had Quake Champions. You had Elder Scrolls Legends, which. How is that beating Hearthstone to the Switch, by the way? Uh, because it's Blizzard. <laughs> Blizzard had, don't give a fuck. <laughs> you had uh, Elder Scrolls Blades, which I really dug, and I mean, I'm going to play it. I will be playing and pre-ordered on my iPhone 10. Mm-hmm. Me too. I'm excited for it. Me too. And I was, oh, by the way, <laughs> when he was like, by the way, we have a vertical mode so you can play in your meetings. I was like, you thought about me. You thought about me. <laughs> so I played this 
about beans that nobody will know. No, it's no, really it's hard to play for Pokemon real. When Go. I'm giving when I'm giving a cons- consultation, I'm, I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm looking it up online for you. Why does your thumb keep swiping left, orcs? I mean, um, I'm looking for the page. But, so I, I mean, like, there's more Wolfenstein coming, a standalone expansion, which is awesome. It's set in the 80s now. By the way, they spoiled yeah. the end of uh, the new game, uh, yeah. which is kind of annoying. And people are like, but just bit I'm like, no, that's not cool. I'm um, not okay with him spoiling that for me, but whatever. I'm not cool, but I think that was really cool. And it, the fact that it's not going to be a full price game is really awesome, too. We got confirmation of Doom 2. Yes, which really, that's all Doom I needed Eternal. from that. That's, yeah. Yes, that's all I needed from that conference because the first Doom, well, the first, this most recent Doom is fantastic. One of the best games I've ever played. So, and, uh, and then, of course. What would you say? I know, I really did. Uh, I hated the fact that I could not invert my Y axis, and it just pissed me off to no end. Mute him. No more talking. Course, <laughs> you know, um, I know definitely one of my favorite developers in the entire industry, if not my absolute favorite, uh, Todd Howard was out there. And I love Todd. That's actually kind of a big deal because he doesn't traditionally show up to E3 press conferences. He only shows when he actually has something to show. Yeah, he's like, usually like seen in Todd. a video. I like Todd because he dropped the F bomb on stage. A few times. And there was probably talking yeah. in the audience. Yeah. And I was like, Todd is my game developer spirit. When he was Thank describing you, Fallout 76's collector's edition and he gets to the map, he just looked so happy. He goes, and it glows in the fucking dark. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Just Why not? So- Todd like is that-, that uncle that I want to have that actually works in the industry. <laughs> Does he work at Nintendo? No, he works at Bethesda, Josh. He, uh, but I mean, he embraced the fact that Skyrim being released so many times has become a meme. Had an amazing <laughs> video with Keegan Michael Key. Then they memed the meme, and the meme is real. And I was yeah, like, "Oh, Skyrim is actually on Alexa, and its tagline is eat all the cheese.'" So, by the way, I like I seriously I laughed so hard that I was like, "Man, if that thing's real, they win E three." And the next day, people were like, "Oh, by the way, that's real." And I was like, "No, no yeah. way." <laughs> I almost bought tried it out in our store. Skyrim again. Oh my god. I can't wait. I haven't actually played I might do it tonight. I'm I'm gonna do that tonight before bed. And then you know, of course, he he had three announcements. The focus of it of most of it was Fallout 76, which is like we thought it was gonna be it's a survival MMO with uh it's I would call it MMO. it's a softcore survival. Softcore survival was his terminology. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as hardcore as Daisy, like you don't lose all your progress and all your gear and stuff. And you don't lose your base. You can pack your base up, which was really cool to me. Like it, man. Yeah, it's not going to be like this huge base building mechanic. Which I am very thankful for. Holy crap. Yeah, I I think it's really funny that there's there's negative backlash against 76 because people are like, well, my single player and everybody's going to be nuking us all the time. Don't play something else. I'm sorry. Like, there's Fallout still there. If you don't like this, like, it's you will find a reason to like this version. Just give it a try. Like, that's that's all I can I feel like as soon as they mentioned the multiplayer component, like, people just tuned out and didn't pay attention to what the game was. Well, I mean, they course it up because I'm like, oh, multiplayer. No. To me, right. a lot. To me, a lot of this is it's two things. One, people don't want to give up their precious single player Bethesda games. Bethesda's long been okay. a champion for the single player. But RPG. they said you can, but you can quest with your friends. I get that. I get that you can quest with your friends, but I do see the complaint that part of the appeal of Bethesda games are all the NPCs in there. Like every action you take against an NPC, but will now have a we're the like, PCs. Right, I, I get that. <laughs> And 
I think if people take a step back and they look at it, they're like, oh, well, this is where it fits in in the timeline. Just 20 years after the nukes, of course, there aren't going to be people running around giving me quests. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is a way to push the game, to push this franchise forward. Because I know a lot of people complain about Fallout 4. You all, those same people are complaining about 76. And it's like, okay, y'all aren't going to be pleased about anything. Okay, well, let's be honest. The story for this will be far more interesting than the main quest line for Fallout 4. (laughs) Fallout 4 branched way too many times. I I feel like the main story for Fallout 4 was terrible, but the side quests were awesome. Uh, In this game, which I'm going to be honest, um, I kind of feel like. Skyrim was that way too. Like the main quest was like, eh, but all the side quest stuff was amazing. I I could agree with you on a few levels there. But the important part about Fallout 76 is that we get to either, I'm pretty sure, pick Commonwealth or Brotherhood of Steel from this. Like that's what we get to discover and like establish. Right. And that was a, that was something that both, uh, it was funny. We were actually in different messages, but when we were all watching the first reveal trailer, which is another complaint of mine of this E3, is we don't need to see three trailers of the same fucking game, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 and Fallout 76. Um, I don't know. See, <laughs> Fallout 76 in that Kingdom Hearts trailer. Yeah. It wasn't great, by the way. Again, yeah, no, no, absolutely. I will agree with that. Um, but I know Ray, like literally at the same time as I did, it texted Josh, it's the beginning of the Brotherhood of Steel because that first trailer really made it seem. And if that is part of the storyline mission, and I can start the Brotherhood of Steel with my mm-hmm. friends like mm-hmm. you do, sold American. Nuke me all you want. I want that. I want that so bad. Yeah. I mean, and for a long time, I mean, that's that's been Bethesda's hallmark is their questing system, right? And right. the ability to literally let you, you can make your own choices. And they're one of the few, I feel, Western RPG studios that really gets that. Mm-hmm. That really understands, like, when we say you can go do this, you can go do this. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I'm excited about this game. There's reasons why Fallout 3 and Skyrim keep selling, no matter how many times they put them out. How, why Fallout 4 was such a massive success. It's why I will buy anything with the name Bethesda on it and have since Morrowind. It's, you get a promise from a studio like that. I'm going to... the. To move on from Fallout, because I, yeah, we could talk half the night about Fallout. We could talk half the night. I mean, of well, it. they um, also gave us more information than most of the game shows, so yeah, yeah, right. Um, but I, I mean, obviously, you know, just to kind of gloss over it real quick, we knew Skyrim Six was coming um, at some point in time. It's cool that they acknowledged, um, not Skyrim Six, Elder Scrolls Six. Oh my God, uh, uh, what do you call it? It's cool that they acknowledge it, and obviously, that's most likely going to be a next generation title. Uh, the one that I'm, the, yeah, the thing that I'm most interested in that came out of all of that was just a brief trailer, and it was the new IP Starfield. Um, because it's, I was sitting there and I, I was sitting next to my wife, and I was, you know, like, I was like, I'm really interested in Bethesda and their new IP, and I think they're going to be setting it in like a modern kind of day, you know, and I, I didn't even think of space, and now I'm like, Bethesda in space, that's going to be amazing. So- uh, um, oh, sorry. Um, I was going to say, Bethesda, as you know, you know, they're really tight-lipped about their projects. They don't often right. leak. We knew that Elder Scrolls Six was coming at some point. Todd Howard and Pete Hines both had acknowledged, like, hey, it's coming eventually. Um, but it's not going to happen for a very long time. Like, Todd Howard said as recently as the last six months, the technology is not there for us to make the game the way we want to yet. And that 
we we've known for about a year, year and a half that they were making a new IP. We thought, oh, maybe it'll be shown last year. It didn't. They went completely silent for a full year as an entire studio. And then this year, not only, hey, we're giving you Fallout this year, but we've got two other games that we're making. And Starfield, I'm excited if for nothing else, it's the first truly original game we've gotten from them in over a decade. Right. I mean, because Fallout, Fallout had two titles in the series before they got it. And most gamers are really only going to remember Fallout 3 as their first Fallout. Yep, because uh, most people didn't care about Fallout until 3. Yep. And only it took PC a studio. Only PC gamers even knew about Fallout. <laughs> right. It, it took a studio like Bethesda to make it. And I mean, I remember when Fallout 3 got announced, I'm like, I don't really care. This is a PC franchise that resurrected? Okay. But wait, it's from the guys that made Morrowind and Oblivion. I got to check it out and fell in love with the Fallout universe too. It's, I hope that Starfield is the same way. It's being made with what used to be their studio in Austin. They canceled the game that they were making down there and rolled that team into Starfield about two years ago. This will probably be one of the last major titles on these consoles. If if it's not a concurrent release with the next gen. That's what I'm thinking, my friend. I'm thinking we get double dip. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like a PS5 and Xbox One 2 here, and also on the 1 and the 4. Yep. Um, I think it comes out on the 1 and the 4 first, and then it launches with the new systems as the Game of the Year edition. I could see that. So, we know Bethesda loves the double dip, but they, yeah, they I definitely agree money. with y'all. That that had me screaming when I saw both let's, of those teams. So I'm gonna say let's, I don't really have let, an opinion on that. Hold on, Ray. Hold on, Ray. You said they love money. No, 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 sir. We love to throw money at them. I ain't throwing my money at just nobody. My money. It's nobody. It's Bethesda. Bethesda? I mean, it's Bethesda. My uncle Todd. He works there, so I get what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we safe to move on to the next one, boys. Yes, uh, the next one, the next day, uh, start off with Ubisoft. Good old Ubisoft. Um, I want to start with this one myself. Uh, I want to give credit where credit's due. Ubisoft is the happiest fucking company on the face of the planet. Weren't they? Uh, when it comes to game developers. Uh, they're I'm, I'm gonna say I was really confused about the dancing panda and all the music until they got on stage, and I was like, "Is Just Dance really big enough to open a conference with a goddamn parade?" Um, but I'm, it is because they've memed themselves into the ground over it, right? Um, what do you mean? They, I mean they put so much money in their pockets over it, <laughs> right? It's still um, on the Wii. I'm, yeah, on the yeah. on the Wii, not just the Wii, the Wii, still. That, that was and, probably um, my favorite uh, prediction out of Kind of Funny was, I think it was Tim Geddes says, this is the year. My bombshell Ubisoft prediction is that they cancel it for the Wii. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I mean, I just, I I really respect Ubisoft. And in all honesty, I always forget year to year, whenever they do their conference, of just how many games they make. Uh, because, you know, your titles and whatnot. But they make a shit ton of stuff holy crap um there was nothing really i guess that big that came out of ubisoft's conference for me that i was like yeah um i will say this um assassin's creed odyssey will have me coming back to that series um mainly because it doesn't look or feel like mainline assassin's creed did you play origins Uh, um 
No, I have please not. go back and please go back and try it. Like, please, please try Origins. I think you would actually like it. It's like twenty bucks. At Best I will. Buy I will. This week. Best Buy is. Um, please. Moving on. Anyway, um, I want you to try it. Then I want you. We'll talk about it. Like, even if it's just off air, I want you to try it. I will try it. I, well, everybody keeps telling me that, so I probably should because I trust your opinion over everybody's, even Josh's. Um, no I'm kidding, Josh. Oh man. Um, <laughs> I will say I, I will also say this. Um, I wasn't hyped about the division going into the conference, right? Uh, I'm still hesitant to pick it up. The fact that they were like, "Yo, all of your DLC will be free," has me definitely wanting to purchase it. Um, one of our favorite moments ever gaming together, all three of us, is the Kiku getting blown up by a door in the division <laughs> one. Uh, <laughs> Like the second mission. <laughs> I wish that I had like recorded that. I did. Uh, it's, it's still on my PS4. Oh, we need this. I need that footage. Give me that. We don't. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, I have some music. I want to set that too. Yes. Give me that. <laughs> I will say this though. Okay. I am. I'm willing to give it a chance, but I'm almost a hundred percent positive. Just because of the things that I like, Anthem is gonna just totally override the division for me. Oh, hell yeah. Um, hell yeah. You know, mainly because I like sci-fi better than like realistic stuff. Um, although I am very tempted with the crossbow and explosive arrow tips because that just seems like a whole bunch of fun. Uh, other than that, it uh, was really cool to see that um, <coughs> you're getting Star Fox, but in a game called Starlink. Cool. Whatever. Um, that game and was then, awesome. Starlink looks yeah. way better than I thought it was. I was talking hot trash yeah. in that game mm -hmm. because they were talking about, look, look at this toy thing. And I was like, eh, whack. And they were like, and then we saw the R Wing kit. And both like, of us oh, had the same right. reaction. No, literally, after I just talked shit, they were like, by the way, Star Fox is in the game. And I was like, fuck, this is the greatest game I've ever we seen. We were like, when does this game <laughs> We need the R Wing set. Uh, complete 180. So, I'm, I'm, I mean, honestly, I kind of want to play it. I don't know why. Maybe because I haven't had like a like a shooter, like a, a space flight shooter game like that in a while that I played. Um, but also, I kind of feel like it would be the TV show after reboot, like on a Saturday morning. Like you'd have reboot and then Starlink, like right after it, and that just gives me all of nostalgia feels. Uh, Ubisoft had two of my favorite games of the entire show. In uh, well, in Assassin's Creed Odyssey and in Division Two. Um, I've pretty well documented my hate for the recent Assassin's Creed games on this show. Uh, really, the last one I got invested <laughs> that I got really invested in was Black Flag. Uh, Origins looked really cool to me. Ray's been trying to get me to play it. A few other people have been trying to get me to play it for a while. Please. Odyssey looks awesome. I love ancient Greece like Origins as a time period. I love the history of it. Voice acting like in a video game in a while. I'm so excited. There di dialogue trees, romance options. This is uh, I felt like I was playing BioWare Lite. Like uh, that's what this game looks like. That's like I'm like you put that in my Assassin's Creed. You really do like me Ubisoft. So yeah. I'm excited. Uh Ubisoft is probably one of my favorite third-party developers right now. Just it's mm -hmm. like if you took EA, increased the quality, and took out all the sports games. Well, took out all the bullshit. I mean, not yeah. that sports bullshit, but like just literally I, just almost everything after Just Dance. I was intrigued by. I love. We're getting Rabbit's Kingdom Battle DLC. Yep, which is half as long as the main game. Uh, awesome game, by the way. I've been Can evangelizing we, it since the day it came I'm out. About to say the one that's like the most important one there right now. Beyond Good and Evil Two, please and thank you, dude. Okay. Gosh. Josh, don't do this to me. 
I was so excited for Beyond Good and Evil 2. Oh my god. He's and it boring. delivered in every single way I could have okay, imagined. Good. Thank god. Whew. All right. He, the fact that the <laughs> the mics were still hot when that signal ended, when that when that <laughs> segment ended, and you could hear the develop you could hear the people who were presenting it going, We nailed it, we nailed it. It was great. That is so heartwarming at a show where everybody is critiquing your every gesture. I mean, I just, I'm not gonna lie. This game I, I want to do mad, just I just want to do mad to piss super stoked about it and honestly it has the coolest thing ever when they brought out joseph gordon levitt and hit record and if you're a fan you are an artist a writer a musician you can get your stuff into the game and i think that is you know like that's just so i might actually do it i'm not, I'm not gonna lie uh I was, when i was watching it i was honestly thinking about sending in music do it um, as you know, you guys both know. Um, I don't know if, if Ray or other show still uses that theme, uh, but I wrote the original theme for I don't this know show. If they have themes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Ray has another uh, video game show, and uh, I wrote the theme for that show as well as other shows on that network. And um, so I, I mean, I honestly thought about it. I was like, that'd be kind of cool just to see my name come up as you know, music provided by. So and so, I'd be like, I know him. I knows him. I know him. Yeah, I was really stoked that we saw an extensive segment on that. Um, after I, I was afraid we weren't even going to see it at all this year. Uh, for the better part of fifteen years, I've heard Beyond Good and Evil Two is coming, and you know we finally got some concrete stuff on it. Mm-hmm. And I was so afraid we weren't going to see it again that. They- they're just gonna be like, well, we're not ready to show it yet. It's like, all right, you better show me either this or Splinter Cell, where you're going straight to the bottom of the list. I don't care how good the rest of the stuff is. <laughs> uh, really, really enjoyed Division Two. Uh, it looks like a big improvement over the first game, and I quite like the first game. I'm actually going back through it on Xbox right now since it's on Game Pass. He's not playing with me though. Uh, I have offered. I mean, I'm gonna play with you. I just well, then get the, on. The division will get me back into it if they change that one thing where like you can't join a friend if they're a higher level than you. Or oh, man, you worried about them doors blowing up on you? Go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> and then uh, you know the way that they scaled the level, like if a higher level friend joined you, and all of a sudden like you're a level four, your friend's a level sixteen, and then the enemies become a level fifteen. <laughs> you're like, like that's not how you scale. That's not how you scale. Yeah, it's a bad it's, time. I mean, it's it's Doors rough. Up in your face. <laughs> it's it's just I I like the squad based mechanics of it. I think that it's a game that does it really really well. Um, but oh, Ubisoft's yeah, we been good at that for a while. Same level. Yeah, it was yeah, when, because I mean it's just progressive. You're progressing together, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, but it's really cool. Once one of you gets three levels above the other people, that's when you get hit with a door in the face, and yeah, it's just ridiculous. Just, I can't wait to play this game. In the, it's in the setting of Washington, D.C., and the demo level they showed is Air Force One downed on the National Mall, and that was so cool to me. Like One could hope that happens. All right, what? cool. That has been a great episode, man. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm um, talking about going to the National Mall. I mean, I'm going to be the first goo gun launcher main in all of America. So, I mean, I'm going to shoot goo at everybody. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Did you not see the goo gun? Oh, I saw it. I I was wondering if Josh was frozen. 
he had that bullfrog face on for about an hour. I hit it with my goo gun. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, Division 2 looks good. Uh, as long as I have people to play it with, I will actually play it. If I don't, that game ain't getting played. So, uh, yeah. Ubisoft was fun. I really enjoyed their conference, and I hope they keep doing conferences. Uh, and I hope that they give me another Watch Dogs game because I really liked the last one. And, uh, yeah. You know, a game actually did have me interested from the conference, and I almost forgot about it until um, we started talking about Beyond Good and Evil and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. What's that? Uh, was Elijah Wood and the his game VR Transference, game. which yeah, the VR yeah looks really interesting. Really creepy, and I'm never going to play it because yep. it's terrifying. <laughs> I'll, <put on> VR. <laughs> I'll watch people play it on Twitch, but I'm never playing that game. Mm. Actually, they showed like at the beginning of the conference, like the beginning beginning was uh, Stormland by Insomniac Games with Oculus Rift. That looked really interesting, too. Interesting is the good word. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, man, I was about to say Skull so, and Bones. We skipped, we skipped. <laughs> Skull and Bones, um, which Sorry. is real life Sea of Thieves. Um, yep. Could not care less. I actually do care right. less. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> big fat. Um, I, I mean, to, to to be fair, personally, I I I mean, I didn't want to play Sea of Thieves. Um, Skull and Crossbones. I lived through all of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, and I do stress the word "live." Um, it, I'll admit, if you if you like like pirating, this looks like a really good for for people who enjoy that sort of thing. However, um, I'll be playing Anthem, where I can fly, I can swim, and I can shoot rockets. Um, so, so what you're saying is, you so, want to play a game that's set in the future instead of one that was set in your past, right? Right. Um, also, I just don't want to shoot the Portuguese. They're very nice people. Cristiano Ronaldo is a beautiful man. Oh my God! You leave him yeah. out of this. Oh my God! Wow, it's such a nice young man. It's so nice. <laughs> it's anyway. so nice. I love him. <laughs> I'm just done with. Pi- I'm done with pirates. And it's weird because they keep giving us zombie games when I'm actually interested in the zombie games. But like, I'm done with pirates. Yeah, uh, I don't want no more pirate games because they just they haven't done one that's like been super interesting yet. Like I just haven't found one. The nope. last one that was partially interesting was Black Flag, and that's because it had some Assassin's Creed sprinkled in. That I'm gonna be it. I'm gonna be honest with you when like the fifth Kingdom Hearts three trailer played the C three, and they showed that there's another Pirates of the Caribbean world. I was like, fuck man, if they don't put Star Wars in this and we got Pirates of the Caribbean, I'm going to poke my eye out. There is no reason why we do not have Star Wars and Kingdom Hearts. Let's all be real here. We're going to see it at Celebration this year and everybody's going to lose their goddamn minds and it'll it'll be great. I don't think it'll be DLC. I think it's in the game. Well, the next Celebration is until after the game comes out. Damn it. So you want to know what's going to be funny is if there is a Star Wars world a year after the game comes out, we'll be like, Josh, did you finish Kingdom Hearts? Nope, still in the Star Wars world. Josh... (laughs) You have to leave Star Wars. I do not have to do that, sir. I do not have to do that. I mean, if it's the best Star Wars game currently available, I <laughs> might event What event do they have this year? Star Wars? Nothing. D23. Yeah. D23 is not this year. If they did have it, yeah, we would we yeah, we're not gonna see it then. I don't think so. So you're, Unless you might be right, Josh. suddenly pops up at SDCC or NYCC, it's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I at this point I don't think there is a Star Wars world because 
this would have been the time to show it. I mean, Josh might be right. It's um, going to be DLC. So, I mean. How awesome would if they release that game and they don't say a word about it until you play it in the game? Man, I don't know how that would be possible, but I'd be down for it. I would lose my mind, guys. I just, you know, honestly, I would really like to hit Thanos over the head with the Keyblade. I'm not going to lie to you. I think that would be amazing. Personally, yeah. I'd rather them have Obadiah staying in it going, Tony! <laughs> Tony Stark <laughs> built this out of cave with a box of scraps! <laughs> I watched that movie way too many times. <laughs> I it too many times. Uh, overall, Ubisoft was fun. I like I like that yeah. show a lot more than I... Honestly, like of all the shows, like I, I genuinely liked Ubisoft show. Yeah, it was the only one. I, that I honestly, bizarre. Yeah. I, I well, it was bizarre at the beginning, but a good bizarre. Um, I honestly feel like Eve, uh, their CEO Eve, uh, was it Gilmont? Gilmont, Gilmont. Yeah, Gilmont. Um, I honestly feel like out of every CEO or head of whatever, he's probably the one that feels the most genuine when he thanks the crowd. Well, and that thanks and, like people for oh, playing. Man, they just went through, remember they just went through that um they just got over that hostile takeover that was almost happening to them. Mm-hmm. So like this right. is this is their like celebration year really because they survived that. They almost right. weren't like their whole company for a minute there. So yeah, I don't know. I that's I like what Ubisoft. it was. Good guy Ubisoft. Yeah. I like y'all. Josh, Bring back Aisha Tyler, please. Do you, do you want to know what Skull and Crossbones really is? Oh just, God, what I thought of this earlier. It legitimately is pirate for honor. Yeah, that's that's hundred percent it. Yeah. No, he's right. Why are you booing him? He's right. <laughs> no, I, what I mean is, I mean, really, what I mean is, is that it is going to have a really hardcore following that will keep it alive, uh, so but it's not for everybody. Rainbow Six is siege uh, because they are still talking about that game. The community has kept that game alive. Far past what I thought it was going to be. Oh my god! It just well, it died, and then this community was like, "No, we love this game," and it just surged back to life. So they, they've they've been releasing, they're, they're making a documentary. So, oh yeah. man. So yeah, uh, they talked about For Honor, which I think I'm willing to give a shot again. I think I'm actually willing to give it a fair shake. Um, I might. We'll see how that goes, and I'll report back. The add-on warriors are. Like the fact that all four of them are like wushu warriors. No boom. Just, I'm like, yeah. I'm I'm like, why why are all four? Now you have like a knight, a samurai, and a viking, and then all of this. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. I just you know maybe for uh, variety sake, you know. I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't know. I'm hoping that they have uh some uh some Muslim warriors next. That'd be pretty cool. That would be. Arabian, like they had some Arabian really nights. like yes, that would be awesome. Oh, maybe that is the next DLC. I would definitely buy that because yeah, I would buy that. They had cool armor and weapons. So why not? Uh, we did actually skip one conference, uh, maybe because it was kind of forgettable. Uh in Square Enix. I have nothing to say here. Mm-mm. Uh I'm honestly just Mm-mm. going to put this out there. Uh the Square Enix conference was mm-hmm. a, a fine example of how disassociated they are with their fans in the West. Um, the only thing that I saw during that entire presentation that interested me at all, and it's just because I'm a fan of Kira Toriyama and the series, was Dragon Quest XI, um, which I will buy. I love Dragon Quest. I will also uh, buy, but that conference sucked. It wasn't even a conference. It was literally just a reel of trailers. No one talked. 
There was nobody came out and said anything, um, which again shows the disassociation with, with fans in the West I mean, or just fans in general. Every other company came out and set the expectations of their fans. Every other company right. did. They- uh, I would have been totally cool with this if they handled it like a Nintendo Direct. But they didn't. And if they wouldn't have shown literally everything the day before right. or the week before. I mean, we've already seen all that stuff. Right. I, I'm just, I'm saying like when they showed, you know, like Shadow of the Tomb Raider and Just Cause and stuff like that stuff you should have saved for yours. I don't know, man. You, you just, know what? I would have, I would have been a lot better. I would have been a lot cooler with them doing a trailer reel like that if they would have saved Kingdom Hearts for last and wouldn't have yep. given the fuck release date before the con- the conference. Yeah, like, that that's was really like, weird. They announced it like two o'clock in the morning. Yep. Right. Yeah, it was, so it was like, like one thirty my time. I was still up for some reason, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. look, the Kingdom Hearts release date." <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I mean, I woke up and like people were texting me like, hey, "Kingdom Hearts is coming out," and I'm uh-huh. like. You're two days away from your conference. Why are you telling people? Like, that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so I don't know. I just, I didn't think the Square did a good job. I can, I actually, after a bunch of consideration, put Square beneath EA. They're like, they're in last place. They oh, came in last. Easily. Um, like, other people are like, oh, EA was the worst. I'm like, no, Squares was EA actually the worst. was so happy when that conference aired. Because mm-hmm. I was, at that point, I was like, no, EA's wasn't that bad. Uh, after seeing that, that was yeah. bad. At least, I mean, at least EA tried. You know, you yeah, you have to try that. Like Square, it was just like we're phoning it in. Uh, have a good one. Uh, so I was like, "Yep, nope, no, we're good." So yeah, I don't really care about that. They just didn't do a good job. That's on them. So hey. So getting back to the last two conferences, which I know are um, our favorites too. I mean, obviously, one of them is a big favorite of mine, and uh, both of them are big favorites of you guys. Uh, Sony, hey. PlayStation, um, they did what they said they were going to do. Exactly. Um, really <laughs> focus on the four big game. And I know a lot of people were, some people were like, oh, you know, no surprises. But to be honest with you, those titles were so effing strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can argue about one of them not being that strong, uh, and we'll get to that eventually. But the last one was two, Ghost of Tsushima, Death Stranding, and the new Spider-Man game. Josh, what did you think of the conference? Um, I mean, that's probably the strongest, most concise first-party lineup I've seen at an E3 conference that was not from Nintendo in a long time. Um, everything that they showed us is probably going to come out within the next 18 to 24 months. Um, I'd be very shocked if they were not all out within the next two years, and that's fine. Like Sony just got done with an incredible run of their first-party studios that's really going to be capped off with Spider-Man in September. Two of the four games they showed are, I would say, almost guaranteed locks to be Game of the Year contenders when they come out, and that's The Last of Us 2 and Spider-Man. Um. Ghost of Tsushima, uh, I really, really dug it. It has Seven Samurai vibe to it. Uh, but looking at it, I, I know that that game is not for me. It, it looks awesome. I think the graphics are incredible. I just, that style of game is not for me. I'll probably check it out when it's a little cheaper. Death Stranding is freaking weird. Um, I have a lot of mixed feelings on Death Stranding the more I watch that. I've watched that footage three times now, and I've had mixed feelings each time I've watched it. My big takeaway, though, was Remedy's game being announced. And 
Control. Oh, God. It looked so much like a spiritual successor to Quantum Break. At one point, I was like, man, is could this possibly be a sequel to it? Uh, it is the, a first, the first thing. When they yeah. showed that, like it, it took like two seconds, and I was like, "Josh, this looks like Quantum Break." <laughs> yeah. um, and like y'all know, and our, you know our listeners know, I love Remedy games so much. Uh, I, all three of us do. And to see them show off their new project, one, I was not expecting to see it this year. I was expecting them to show it at Gamescom. If anything, they have a lot of association with that show. That's where we saw a lot of Quantum Break at. This was really cool. It is multiplat. That is a day one purchase. That is. That was my big takeaway, honestly. I like the Resident Evil remake. Uh, oh, it looks amazing. It looks oh awesome. God, it looks, that game looks too good. Yeah, I'm, it like, looks... I'm astonished good. that that looks that good. I, and it I would, I, gross. It's not... Honestly, it's not even like a remake. It was just like... So everyone heralds Resident Evil 2 as like one of the best of the series. Well, shit on that. We're going to make it better. Yeah, um, way you better. Playing, yeah. Playing the original, so I just really hope after seeing that that we see Resident Evil Four in this style in another couple of years. Ugh. Oh my! Oh, that that is how you get me to buy a game. game. I don't even remade. know if my heart could handle seeing the the Iron Angels oh, or whatever they're called. Oh God! Oh no! I can do it. I don't think I could, um, but just that no, honestly, in current gen graphics, the opening scene where the town attacks oh you. My oh my god! Oh. Oh. The overall conference was awesome. I thought the presentation of it was very bizarre. They had the most memorable conference. It was. It's memorable, and I don't know if uh, once we saw the Last of Us footage, as soon as I was like, "Oh, okay, that's what this is," and right. I didn't right. think they'd lead off with it. I thought for sure they were going to lead off with Spider-Man and close with The Last of Us. I was very glad they flipped the script. They pretty much turned everything on its head with this one. Like I, the, whole, the segment in the middle is what really bothered me when people were moving from the chapel to the actual theater. Which I was like, I was kind of shook because I was like, wait, no, the co- the conference didn't start yet. Yeah, that was very weird for me <laughs> to cut to, to cut to. Uh, stage just the outdoor stage i think yeah. i it, it wasn't that was definitely more that was definitely more for people there right. mm-hmm. that was yeah, they, that they, is, they, yeah, they put on a show you're more. right i agree yeah. i agree with that they they put on a show for the people at e3 yeah, yeah. so that i mean that was okay but it, it, the last of us footage made it all worth it that was amazing I, mean, I will say right now everything that sony showed I either want or I would love to watch at some point because it all just looked incredible. It all that, looked good. That's ex- that's exactly how I feel because three of those games, I will, two are guaranteed day ones. One I will probably come around to. The other one I'll watch a lot on Twitch. Oh and my gosh, just like it up. all, it all looks good. Like yes, it just, does. It does. All of Absolutely. it looks good, and everybody's like, "Oh, but they didn't show enough." I'm like, "What's enough for you?" But, like for real. Guys, they, can we they, talk about the elephant in the room though? Spider Man. Death Stranding. Oh man. Okay, I was gonna get to that. I was gonna get to that. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I jumping the gun here? Yeah, a little bit. No, let's talk about it. Let's talk. Let's talk about it. It's fine. Um, I uh, really want to see what Death Stranding will be. So as of right now, that was the one game where I'm like, okay, everything else is super exciting. That game, I'm like, okay, you're a thing, and I I want to see what else is in that thing. (laughs) So I I put Death Stranding like this. Um, for me at least. Every time they show something, it's it's like watching the first three seasons of Lost, right? Where never, every time you're shown that. something, you get way more questions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
but they're enticing. So you want to know more. Um, we still have yet to see any actual action in this game, and I still I would play it with what they've shown me. It's the most intriguing game, uh-huh. and I think for those of us that are gamers, we should be patient with it because this is the game that's coming from Hideo Kojima, who has earned our trust in him. Number one, uh, number two. Here in a minute, I'm gonna question that. Okay, well, I, well, at least when it comes to like games that look like this, right? Um, there's got to be a lot of pent-up artistic frustration and anger pouring out of him after being fired from Konami and fucking for pachinko machines instead, and the fact that PT never never turned into Silent Hills, right? Um, there's just this vibe to this game. Every time I see something new about it, like trailer, gameplay, and whatnot, that I, I don't know. Like it's it's a mystery that I I need to figure out. I I, I have to. Um, and the fact that they're not showing us that much after three trailers doesn't actually concern me as much as go, they're sitting on something big. I mean, especially for it to be one of the big four that Sony shows, you're sitting on something big. Uh, that or they just have a really good relationship with Kojima and they wanted to see what he could do. And you you said something interesting. It's like, oh, he's getting out all of his artistic frustration. But that's why I'm worried. Every yeah. idea that he's had that he couldn't do because he was working on Metal Gear, I hope he just idea vomited them into a game, and that's what I'm worried about. But that's that's a fair I'm point. Also, that is I'm a fair also point. worried that it's just confusing for the sake of being confusing, and then to be confused as intellectual. I don't want that. So I don't want that. <laughs> when I saw the first two trailers, this might be one of the only games where I'm simultaneously still really hyped for it because it's a truly original Kojima project. Agreed. But at the same time, with each trailer, I've gotten a little bit more distant from it. Um, the first two trailers, to me, it just felt like he was throwing ideas at the wall, hoping that something would stick. And, you know, I kind of like this trend, though, of each year we're going to announce somebody who's going to be a major player in the game. You know, we got Norm Reedus, then we got Mads Mikkelsen, now we've got Leia Sado. It's like Hollywood the movie, and I don't know if I'm okay with that yet. Right, <laughs> and I, I, I'm, I'm getting to that. I don't know if I like that. Sorry, Hollywood the game, because that's I, Hollywood already has movies. Sorry. I will still, pro- like, let's be completely honest. I will still play this game. Yeah, I mean, I will too. I'm definitely, definitely going to give it a fair shot. I think my hype has definitely, like, it's cooled off a little. This is the third time we've seen something from it. But this is also the first time where I feel like he actually has kind of a concept of where he wants to go with it. It's yeah. still confusing as hell. It's going to be weird as hell. We kind of got a start of a frame this time. Yes. Yeah. And so it gave me a little bit more grounding. Like, okay, I know kind of where to set my expectations. I think at this point it had to be one of Sony's big four because Sony is probably like, we've shown you on our stage twice now. Like, we need mm-hmm. you to deliver something now mm-hmm. because we've invested a lot in this partnership. We announced it as soon as you left Konami. Uh-huh. Like, as soon. Like, as soon yeah, as you we, left. We got to have something. You can't save it all for Jeff Keighley this time. Right. Which, you know, I'm worried we're going to see more of it at the Game Awards. <laughs> we're going to. It's almost guaranteed that we will. Uh, so maybe we'll I, actually I'm, see like real gameplay. Game, like, game, yeah. Gameplay reveal will be the I mean, big thing at the game. We did get a little bit of gameplay in this, which it looked yes. interesting. It kind of gave you one aspect of what the character like is. But like, yes, it's Kojima's fetch quest simulator, right. basically. So I don't know. It's Kiki's delivery service, the video game. Yeah. So um, we'll see how that goes. There's, uh, if you really pay, and I'm not saying you guys didn't. I'm just saying if you really pay attention to all the trailers and especially the little bit of gameplay we got to see on, on this one. 
he's really focusing on like the cyclical nature of uh, birth and death and rebirth. Yeah, of life. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, right. They basically they even say that general. in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean that you know that was coming before. Um, and I, I don't know, man. Like, there's just there's something about this game that just it it's got its hooks in me personally. I would say like you, you see the potential for yes, something right. really cool. And I mean, I know the potential is there, but there's a chance. There is a chance. But, but yeah, but I'm not, I'm not saying there isn't. With anything that comes with great potential comes with a great risk of failure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's why I love games like that so much because, you know, even if it does fail, I still like to be within that potential. You know what I mean? They're usually the most original games. Think about it, though. Like, even if it does fail commercially, you could still love this game. Oh, Absolutely. So uh, I mean, this game to me has all the hallmarks of being a cult classic down the line. Oh yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, and it's um, you know, it's important that we say this right now that just because a game doesn't do com- well commercially does not mean that it's not a classic or it's not an amazing game. Right. But I think Kojima and I, his fans have got to be okay a, with the fact that this may not be a ten out of ten like, fan you, game level game. Yeah, just like you need to set your expectations. Like yes, yes. it's Kojima. And we this love may Kojima. not be Sons of Liberty. This may not be Snake Eater or Guns right. of the Patriots. Like, y- you need to realistically set your expectations for this title. And I think that's the most important part of the footage we saw at E3 because for me, it kind of tempered those expectations. Okay, I'm still expecting something amazing. I'm expecting a really cinematic experience. Basically, I'm expecting something from David Cage, but really likable and really good. <laughs> Yes, and that's the that's the best thing I can do. I, I don't I don't dislike Quantic Dream or anything, but this is something I actually want to play. So yeah, I don't know. I'm I am cautiously optimistic. Yes. Is my final verdict yeah. on Death Stranding? It's a good way to. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm fully in, and I'm willing to. I will admit if it's if it didn't reach its potential, but there's just there's something mm-hmm. about it. Like I said, it's got its hooks in me. Ray, what do you what do you, what did you get from Sony? What was the big things for you? Uh, control. I really liked uh, the little transitions with dreams was genius. Yeah. Uh, I love dreams now, and I still know nothing about dreams. <laughs> I love that game now. I can't wait to see what that is. Spider Man looks incredible. Yeah. Spider Man looks to be honestly, honestly, like it's going to be one of the most fun like video games I've played in a while. Like just like Spider-Man. pure fun factor. Spider Man's gonna have all of it. Uh, Spider Man, I think definitely not not just potential. Like I think it will be easily the best superhero game we've gotten since Arkham City. Somebody just asked me the other day, could it be potentially better than Batman? I'm like, yes, it has all oh, the chance. Yeah. Like yes. there's, there's yeah. plenty of room for Absolutely. it to be better than all the Batman and games. I, I don't know if you guys I'm saw, not- but they were confirming during the PlayStation stream when they were showing the game that. This takes place inside of the larger Marvel world. Avengers Tower is in it. There are references to Daredevil, Iron Man, and other Marvel superheroes. By the way, the Sanctum Sanctorium is in it. I am positive that because you know they ended the trailer on a cliffhanger because you Mm -hmm. know comic books. Doctor Strange saves him. I I just have this weird feeling that's one of the Avengers. Iron Man. I would really like for it to be Doctor Strange. I think it would be Doctor Strange. Iron Man. I, I mean, don't want freaking Iron Man. Well, I don't want Homecoming. Yeah. Just like that's why I was like, it's got to be Doctor Strange. Especially when they has been Spider Man for eight. You're both wrong. You're, you're both wrong. It will be Who the silver for Punisher. <sighs> if they do, if that is the case, I'm suing you because that's my idea. <laughs> I'm suing y'all because that was mine. <laughs> um, um, 
I'm going to tell you why it's, I, I actually fully believe it's going to be better than Arkham. And, and for one reason, when he's chasing Electro um, around the raft, right. And he's, he's web swinging. It's very brief. And I, I don't even know why I caught it, but he's swinging forward while his body is turned to the side. Like he, you know, like somebody really would like, even though he's turned to the side, his forward momentum would still carry him and it looks natural. Um, oh, and I, I was just like, I was blitzed. I was like, oh my, my God. Like, cause he, they you know, jumps at an angle and then yeah, swings. Right. And I was just like, holy shit. That's, that's so, real. Like, I mean, that's realistic. Um, yeah, man. And then the fighting was just the fact that you can, that, I'm sorry, out of all the cool shit he did, the sliding in between a guy's legs to pop up behind him is so Spider-Man mm -hmm. that I like every time he did it, I was just like, hey, I mean, um, let's, let's be real. Yeah, Amazing. Of, and this is going to be maybe kind of controversial. I'm, I'm not saying it to be controversial. All of uh, all of the other Sony titles that they showed, they kind of look alike. <laughs> Spider Man is so different uh, because of Spider Man. Well, yeah. Well, the other ones are also supposed to be rooted in a, like a real, you know, quote unquote, real world looking I think realistic. It's, it's, it's the cinematic view that gets right. me with those. They have the same cinematic view. And that's what right. I mean by the same. Um, but Spider-Man is, Spider is purely a fun video game. Yeah, like it's a really well done video game. <laughs> like every time I hear these guys talk about this, they fucking love it. And I think that this is their this is their interview, okay, to do more Marvel games. <laughs> like honestly, uh, I would love for it's, I give Insomniac more people. Give them Black Panther, please. I would love a Black Panther game by Insomniac. Make it happen. In Wakanda? In, of course. In Wakanda. <laughs> and let me consult on the game, please. Uh, <laughs> yes, please. But yes, I just... It just looks like a joy to play. And it, it just... Not even that. Just the game looks so good. I love that games look the way they do now. And that they play the way they do now. Like, we're at a very, 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 very good time for video games. <laughs> oh, absolutely. This has probably uh, been the, the most solid E3 I think I've seen in a very long time. Agreed. Like overall. Like it was just very consistent, like all the way all the way across the board. So for me, um, with the Sony conference, uh, I was – I mean, if you've played The Last of Us, the first one, you're playing the second one. I've never heard anyone go, The Last of Us, meh. Or I've – I mean, I and no one's ever said The Last of Us. <laughs> I have. That person should be shot out of a cannon. Um, <laughs> I, I, so the thing is, though, is that what really made me happy um, about the way that they presented The Last of Us was the banjo playing. Um, before they even showed anything, I really think it like got you back into that, that like that world. They were right? setting the tone, and they did a great They're job. The tone. Yeah, um, they did that. They did with Ghost, uh, Ghost of Tsushima also. They did right. Um, they did. Um, but with The Last of Us, the I, I love the fact that they didn't pull any punches with Ellie um, kissing a girl. Um, oh, in the, you know, in the trailer, The Last of Us not. was so gay, and I'm so happy for it. <laughs> right. Um, but the thing that really just just got me was how visceral the game is, right? And not in a we're doing this to be you know gory or to shock you. Uh, they are, I guess, doing it to shock you, but in this, in, in a realistic sort of way, not for yeah. like the shock 
value of it, but to be like, this is a brutal real world. Oh, yeah. Um, The way that game looks and the way it can work, man, like, that's going to be something else. The gameplay fight in, like, the pharmacy... I felt like every me, like I was every right, shot. I was I was felt I was anxious. Ooh. Like I was anxious for Ellie, and that's just that's just the level of game value that Naughty Dog brings. I mean, um, that that shows you how much like they man they put a lot of work into this. Oh. The movement system, right? Um, so much better. Yes, and I mean you could tell that some of that is like right. you know the routes that they're taking were scripted, oh, but like yeah. I feel like everything else yeah. is how the game can work. Yeah, right. Um, and. I mean, I know there's a lot of games coming out next year, um, but Naughty Dog always wins Game of the Year, and rightfully so. There hasn't been one game that was like, like I don't know about I mean, that. Well, from what we've heard, maybe Uncharted Three. From what we've heard, though, like just speaking relatively of like what we've talked about, and what's coming out in the year that it could potentially come out. Right. Cyberpunk is going to be the one to beat. Yeah. From what we've seen. We sure. we will not see this before next November, right? And I feel like Cyberpunk is going to be coming about about the same time. So I think even November may be pushing it. And I, and I mean, I'm just this is just an opinion, obviously, and I could be wrong, but I kind of feel like The Last of Us Two would have a little bit more mass appeal. Yeah, what, than like to, to, Cyberpunk. Yeah. Yes, you are right. I agree and, with you there. That that might carry it over the line. And that's Cyberpunk. true. There's Might. a chance, but I mean, like, yeah, there's a chance. Uh, but, but I'll put it to you like this: from until until we see Cyberpunk, let's say we've seen Cyberpunk and it's everything that everybody said, right? If either one of those games win Game of the Year over the other one, you can't really say it was bad a bad thing. win, right? It's not. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. I mean, it's deserved. Not. Yeah. Um, the one that I I guess I'm gonna focus on a little bit more because you guys, you know, said didn't really uh, focus on it was Ghost of Tsushima, which. I was absolutely blown away by. Um, I get my nickname from Samurai 7, um, or the 7 Samurai, I'm sorry. Well, really, it's from the anime, but still. Um, And I am going every Samurai fantasy I've ever had in that game, and it's just, you can actually put the game into Japanese with subtitles. Um, Why like, do you think I watch eighty percent of the stuff that I watch? Right, um, <laughs> that, was, that was really cool to me that they have that included. Right, uh, they um, better have that because, like, seriously, that a game like that should be played that way. Right, um, just the man that little stab he does when an enemy's down into their back to finish them off is just I don't know. There's just that's another game where it's like that's that's playing to things that I loved growing. Finally, we have a game that looks like the movies I grew up watching. Um, and it looks like it's going to play like that. Uh, the other game that was on the Microsoft conference uh, that is not it's similar vein, but it's more like Tenchu. Uh, was it Sekiro? Sekiro? Um, Shadows Die Twice? Yes, that yeah. game looks yeah, amazing. Yeah. Software title. Thank you for bringing yeah. up my, like, my second game. Like That's my third game of show. Yep. Um, the spiritual successor to Tenchu, for sure, for sure, for sure. Mm. Um, from software did Tenchu as well. Uh, but this is obviously a mix of Tenchu and Bloodborne. Yeah. I'd say more Bloodborne than Dark Souls. Uh, um mm-hmm. it looks way, way more way more serious. Um, definitely more in the vein of like a naughty dog title. Um where the action is way more meaningful, um, but sporadic. Yeah, so like I mean The Last of Us. 
what they said about uh about this game is that they they built it to where it's more it's about the swords clashing like that's it like the swords clashing is like i think that's like the name uh second it's like it's talking about swords like coming together and making that flash of light so every time swords hit you see this bright flash of light which is what they wanted to focus on but not just that is that like (laughs) enemies will not just be like hit sponges uh, it's like they they die in maybe four or five hits, but it's gonna be really hard to get those hits in. And they you have to use the prosthetic arm um, to um, get around all of that. Uh, and it's I don't know if people really paid attention to it, but at this E3, a lot of the games they talked about that are like open ish or sandbox ish worlds. It's like you learn from the world, not from them giving you a tutorial. So if right. you're listening to characters in the world, you'll learn more about the game. And uh, that happens in this game, too. And I'm really so, curious to see how that Dark works. Dark Souls are Bloodborne, then you will know not how to play this game, but how to learn how to play this game. Right, because it's different. Because <laughs> I remember when I first popped in Dark Souls, I was like, what do you mean there's a, a loincloth and a club? What's the tutorial? How do I roll? <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Fucking uh, asylum demon. Yeah, so I can't wait for that game. That game, oh, that game looks great, and I can't wait to put some time into that. Um, the other game from Sony, uh, um, thing we talked about, and I'm just I'm so into it. Control, uh, obviously, um, because we'll never see Alan Wake two. Rest in peace. Yes, um, you will. But but anytime Remedy makes a game. Uh, I'm down for it. They they made a, a huge fan out of me with Alan Wake. I'll play anything that they make. Um, and then Spider-Man. Honestly, I wasn't that hyped about Spider-Man. Um, mainly because I just as a comic book character, he's not one of my favorites. and really didn't have anything to do with the gameplay. I was happy when he fucking turned into dust. All right. How about that? How about that? Wow. You can um, get out. I hope Batman never has a bomb again. Um... <laughs> dust mm-hmm. spiders. Oh man, dust spiders. I like that. I hope we uh, never get a no. marble game. <laughs> but after seeing this, uh, the gameplay, uh, literally like the first level, uh, I'm sold. I'm buying it. Uh, I'm going to buy the collector's edition because it it truly made a believer out of me. Good job. So, I'm glad to hear you so, come to the light. So what Sony set out to do: show off their four big titles and. Either make believers out of people who you know weren't already into it, or really you know tell people thank you for investing in us. This is what we're giving you. Uh, they really accomplished everything on all fronts. Um, so kudos to Sony this year. Agreed. And moving on, uh, so one conference I did not get to watch uh, uh, because nobody will buy me a Nintendo Switch. I mean, you could still watch it. Got him. It, it makes my heart hurt. I just um, knocked my front page off. Damn it. I got my notes ready to go. Anyway, um, hold on. I'm not there yet. There we All go. right, shout out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the Nintendo conference. Nintendo conference. Came and went. And uh, I'm, <laughs> Josh, I'm going to be real. This was not their best showing at E3. No. Period. Um, it flat, flat out, you 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 can say that. It's like we got the first twenty minutes. I was like, 
oh my god, what's that? That's cool. Oh my god, we're getting all these third party I, announcements. I didn't, I didn't even feel that way, bro. And then <laughs> twenty five minutes of Smash. Yep, that's that sounds. <laughs> and I'll be completely honest. I tuned out about ten minutes into it. Um, unless you were like, unless you're a Smash head. And like you, you basically just got like a software <laughs> update for Smash, <laughs> you know. Uh, once they said the phrase "everyone is here," yep, I was like, I well, was like "That's all I need to know." Okay, yep, that's, that's all I needed. Like seriously, that's they could have um, just done. And then they I, I, that. Well, I freaked out when they find when they showed Ridley. I freaked out when they finally showed the fucking ice climbers. <laughs> Thank you. Well, for once they showed the ice climbers, climbers back, you just knew everyone was coming. Oh. The only one I had doubts about them bringing back was Snake. Which, okay, by the way, that one caught me off guard because I thought Konami had, like, broke up with everybody. Mm -hmm. But Nintendo was still like, "Mm, no. So that means... I'm not going to say it. I'm not not even going to say it online. There's a chance that Simon Belmont might still be coming to the game. But anyway, um, I don't know. I, unfortunately, they confirmed uh, three, four things that I really like. So they showed Damon X Machina, which is anime armor core. Which looks amazing. I mean, it had a. Few, it was the frame rate looked a little choppy when they showed it, um, but I was like, eh, that might improve. Yeah, I was going to ask if you watched the Treehouse segment. Uh, on it. Yeah, it looks it looks great though. Uh, it's they obviously showed, still very early in development. Yes, they showed the prequel DLC for Xenoblade Chronicles Two, which I did not want to watch because I still haven't finished Xenoblade Chronicles Two, but like I want it. <laughs> oh, by the way, if you're listening to this and you do plan on buying that, uh, you don't have the season pass yet. Do not buy the season pass. Buy this, and the season pass comes with it. Mm-hmm. Also, so, it, it's worth noting the prequel is completely standalone. Yeah, standalone. It's even Which I thought was really cool. It's, 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 if you don't know if you want to spend the full amount on Xenoblade, mm-hmm. um, it's Get a good a thing. Yeah. This, be, this is all right place to start. Yeah. Uh, they confirmed, of course, you know, the worst kept secret in the industry, Fortnite was coming to Switch. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually downloading it before um, the announcement. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. But yeah, live two million downloads it. by on by the way in like less than twenty four hours. Two million downloads. Stupid. That's um, an attachment rate of like one in six. That's crazy. Um, let's see. Super Mario Party. Mario Party is back and it doesn't look bad. There's probably the multiplayer this time. Uh, just for the mini games, nothing else. Like yeah. you can actually play like a full game together, just the mini okay. games, which is cool. Still, I mean, the um, appeal of Mario Party is sitting around your TV. Yeah, so I agree. Well, now it's sitting around your switches on a table, yeah. apparently. So that looks cool. I mean, honestly, I I can't wait to get it, and the next time we come to visit, play it. Yes, I think that'd be really fun. So. I think we're gonna definitely do that. Uh, they announced a whole bunch of other like third parties that are coming. The notable ones to me were Hollow Knight, which is incredible. Everybody should buy that game and play it. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters finally coming to the Switch. God, I can't wait to buy that again. Um, Fire Emblem Three Houses. I loved everything about this. Caught me off guard, and I love it, and I want it real bad. There's an explorable um, overworld. I want it real bad. Yeah. Um, the sea, and that's those were like the the highlights for me outside of Smash. Um, like I said, they didn't really do a whole lot. Um, if anything, I I hate to tell everybody, but people are like, well, oh, where do you? If you were to rank them, where does Nintendo come? Like fourth. <laughs> Oh, Nintendo for me is fourth, bordering quite honestly on fifth. Yeah, but Nintendo came a fourth for me because um, it goes Sony, Microsoft, Ubisoft, yep. Nintendo. Yeah, um, I think that I have Nintendo and Bethesda tied right now because Bethesda show did not show one thing that I was like, I'll never touch that except for oh, Quake sh- Champions. 
I had to redo my list. Don't listen to me. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, I pretty much had the same thoughts as you, I think. Um, Damon X Machina, when they chose to start to show off with that, and that was really cool to me. They, they showed uh, an unannounced title that nobody knew was coming. It's a brand new title. It's from the Armored Core team. Yeah. Some of the original it, team. Some of the team? Oh, man. Good. It, uh, it is exclusive, and... I thought the trailer looked cool, but when I saw the gameplay of the Treehouse yesterday, I was like, yeah, this yeah, this has to be a day one for me. I hope, I hope it, it does need some work, but I really want that game. <laughs> I kind of feel uh, the same way you did, though, about all the other announcements. Like, okay, Smash is cool, but do a Smash Direct later in the year. Which they will. Uh, which we know they're going to do anyways, mm-hmm. and I kind of wish they would have – not like the all-fighters thing, but I kind of wish they would have saved like the small updates they're doing to like, every character – do that for your daily updates you're going to do on the site anyways. Yep. Like, Because uh, that's going to be a lot of Smash videos, let's be real. That gonna, took up oh. so much time, though. That was and, their entire direct. And I, I, I get what Reg, you know, Reggie clarified some of the stuff afterwards, which is kind of what I want to focus on. He, he said that they have stuff that they're going to announce in the coming weeks and in the coming months hmm. for the rest of this year and for 2019. Which I thought was kind of cool. Like he openly admitted, we did not see Metroid Prime Four because they're not ready to show it. He says, "I do not want to show this unless we are in that six to nine month window." I like and Reggie. I really, really respect that. He says, "I I have too much respect for our fans to show them something and keep teasing them." And that was kind of <laughs> I love that was a Reggie, shot at Microsoft. Reggie's, Reggie's always with the indirect shots, always, but he's right. Um. He, he was absolutely right there. He did confirm that more ports are going to come to the Switch more frequently. Um, did he say that the Wonderful 101 and Metroid Prime Trilogy are on the way? Reggie? We'll almost guarantee how they're going to do this is if it's a month where they don't have a first-party title, there's going to be a port. September? Yeah, September. Well, they got the online service in September, so but anyway, I digress. Um uh, it was really cool. He went and clarified all that. I liked what I saw out of the Splatoon DLC. I wasn't planning yeah, on picking it, it up good. before. I, but, you're um, not the first person to tell me. Like Everybody everybody who yeah. I've talked to that hasn't played Splatoon in a while is like, Ray, we should play Splatoon again and get the yeah. expansion. I'm like, yes, we should. That was the exact conversation we had because the last time we played it was probably a couple months after launch. I'm like, man, there just isn't yeah. a lot of content yet. Right. But now there we is. We have consistently supported that with free DLC up until this expansion, mm-hmm. which is only $20. And uh, that's yep. it's. 80 more single-player missions, and it's and more I multiplayer. That they are very challenging, so you'll be playing it for a while. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm down for it. I root. Splatoon was something I ragged on Ray so much for. Yeah, when we first did. started this show. Y'all all made fun of me for so long. I love Splatoon too. That is, it's a fun title. I love that the Inklings are in Smash Brothers. The, the Inkling, le- the level looks awesome. Mm-hmm. They they played. They this showed is my it. Favorite level in Splatoon. They showed it. <laughs> With the eight, uh, with the eight uh, inklings running around, each in a different ink color, and it looked like Splatoon. It didn't look like Smash Bros. It looked like Splatoon. I love it. I could be down for a game like that, but yeah, it's. <sighs> Wait, I know who saved Spider Man at the end of the Spider Man trailer. It was the Smash Ball. He's gonna be a Smash Bros. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I think my other thing is, and this kind of ties into a question that uh, Aaron Morris asked us in the Facebook group earlier. Was there anything you were expecting that didn't happen? Him, him and uh, Roger actually both asked us. Was there anything that didn't have a presence or that we were like kind of expecting? And I think for me, the big answer is more first party stuff from Nintendo. Granted, they just had an incredible run, an incredible year, very similar to Sony's with Breath of the Wild, Odyssey, Splatoon. 
there were a lot of games that came out in the last 12 to 15 months for Nintendo. From, but, from both Nintendo and Sony, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's never been a better time to be a gamer. Oh, but yeah. no Metroid Prime 4 um, was kind of an awkward. Yoshi was completely absent. They had to address that on the treehouse. Which is random. I was like, you just did make room for Yoshi. Because it's like, that, I, I think they know that Yoshi just, he doesn't sell well. Anymore. Something's something's not working with that game because it is confirmed to be delayed until into 2019. Mm-hmm. This is I, another Wooly World situation. We're going to get it delayed for forever until we get it, and it's actually pretty good. And it'll, I mean, it'll be pretty good, but it'll be too late. I yeah, think. I'm. I feel like I'm one of five people on the face of the planet who's really hyped for a Yoshi game right now. Yeah, I think so. I um, think people want Waluigi and Smash more than they want a Yoshi God. game. <laughs> um, I think my other things were there was no Star Fox title, uh, which we had, had we had two Star Fox titles being rumored, mm-hmm. and uh, the complete and total absence of Retro Studios was really weird to me. Which I'm okay with that though. That means they're going to show them off later. Which is I, I am too, and I mean the and I may be ranking Nintendo low, but that doesn't mean I didn't enjoy what I saw. Yeah, I enjoyed what I saw. I also really enjoy how they're the only company that breaks their stuff out throughout the entire year. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, it's like, okay, we got to get it at E3, at Gamescom, or at PSX. Yep. But Nintendo will just be like, oh, we're having a Direct in, in two days, by the way. Yeah, um, so we'll get an announcement next week. There's going to be a release. Amiibo, which I will be buying right away. Oh, my God. There's going to be a whole new set of Amiibo, and yeah, I don't have any more space for them. I don't either, but I'm going to make some. Oh, my God. Who needs clothes? Uh, <laughs> God. But, yeah, I had two disappointments. Um... <laughs> Superman? Where the fuck is my Superman game? I, I think for all three... It's on the Nintendo I think we're, we're moving out of Nintendo, so Chris, if you want to start chiming back in. Sure. Uh, um, yeah, Superman uh, and um, Metroid. I just wanted Metroid yeah. something. Didn't have to be four. Something. Please. It'll be perfect on Switch. Please. I don't know if I had uh, a disappointment because... Really, the everything that was shown, uh, for the most part, you know, was just like cool. I'm gonna be broke again for the next two years. Um, <laughs> right. What I guess the thing that really just shocked me, it just shocked me completely, was there was none, no presence of the Final Fantasy VII remake. And I said on the prediction show that they have to show it. Um, they proved there wasn't. <laughs> It proved me wrong. That title is Vaporware. Um, and I mean, in all honesty, I proved you right at the same time. <laughs> um, I don't care if it comes out now. I really don't. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, there's just, when you look at everything that's coming out from Nintendo to Sony to Microsoft to Ubisoft to even EA, there's no room for a nostalgia title like that anymore. Um, I can get my kicks in other places. Uh, and you know for the new generation or people who never played final fantasy 7 have always wanted to but really got fed into the whole like you know polygon shape of the characters and whatnot um and some of the data dialogue you know i'm sorry that you've been waiting on this title and whatnot but don't care about it i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest with you just don't care about it um other than that was i'm not disappointed at all uh that there wasn't even like a trailer uh and square enix showed a lot of trailers so i mean that's really it for me there was Um, one more thing oh yeah go ahead the avengers project 
Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. That kind of rounds out. I had three disappointments, and uh, Ray hit all three of them on the head. Like, the, like, where is the Avengers project? Where is it? I'm is it? <laughs> I'm becoming increasingly is <laughs> I'm becoming partially increasingly concerned and more intrigued at the same time. Yep. Same. Uh, because I feel like that project is there's a there is a Square Enix, Square Enix Avengers project happening. But after that Spider-Man trailer and after the confirmation that there are these locations from the Marvel Universe and there's mm-hmm. mentions of these characters, Spider-Man, uh, we said this a couple years ago when we first saw the trailer, what if this is the kickoff to a shared universe of games? Mm-hmm. And this one is exclusive to launch it. Right. And I would be okay with that. Same. I, I want that. I would love to see... If Rocksteady wasn't still owned by WB, you know, I, I've said one of my dream projects would be to see them make a Daredevil or a Moon Knight game. Uh, but, man, Rocksteady being absent, and they did address it. They're like, you know, we know that people are really disappointed we weren't there. We we promise we will show up at the right time when our project is ready to be shown. Gamescom. Uh, for, if anything, that all but confirms it is Superman. Uh, it the specific, Superman. the way the statement was worded, we we had that they have to take care when they reveal it uh, was really telling to me. Um, and then I mean, Metroid Prime Four is we knew that that was a long shot. San Diego Comic Con, that's where we're gonna see that. It's very possible. Mm-hmm. I so, would almost, you know what? Um, I would almost bet the Avengers project is a San Diego Comic Con thing. I think they both are. Like for real, I think Superman and the Avengers yeah. project are gonna be a San Diego Comic Con because they. I think they both confirm both. Companies confirm they're not doing a lot of movie stuff this year, no, right? Neither one of them has much to show. I mean, exactly. Shazam and Captain Marvel, that's about so, it. But. We're getting those games, boys. You, call, We heard it here first. We're getting those games there. Um, one other thing I want to make note of before we like exit, um, you know, kind of critiquing the E3 stuff is um, the Pokemon Company announced on the Treehouse that they are done developing for the 3DS. Um, End of Ray, as something that you and I have talked about a lot was that the, the end of the DS, really the whole DS family, mm-hmm. was going to come when the Pokemon Company moved on. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though Nintendo's like, no, we've got stuff planned. No, 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 no. Pokemon Company gets to close the door. We did not see a single game shown on the uh, on the Direct, or I don't even think on the Treehouse. Nope, not on the Treehouse either. Nope. We know that we've got one more Mario and Luigi title coming, and that's uh-huh. next year. Uh, you, you got to think there's going to be some sort of swan song from Pokemon Company. I kind of no, really. I don't think so. Okay. I think they're done. Uh, they're done. They have moved on completely to the Switch because they know that the Switch install. Well, and they have to for Gen Eight is coming to the Switch. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I feel like they're they're done with the 3DS. So um, um, you still get those random ass titles from three. Like 3DS will still get games. Just Nintendo is moving on. Nintendo's course. I think the Switch took off a lot faster than Nintendo well, planned. That and. Uh, Nintendo can also put anything they want on a phone now, and so yeah. they don't need the 3DS anymore. They don't need it. Mm-hmm. So it's a you know great run, uh, leg- legendary handheld. Yep. Like all of Nintendo's, it's a great handheld. It was really the first evolution that they'd done since the Game Boy, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, hats off. But the Switch is truly what a portable system should and should be. has the potential yep. to be. I can't wait. Nope, I can't either. So. Uh, guys, what do you think about doing? If I take the reins for a minute, we do a couple of uh, E3 awards here, just real quick to close out. Sure, hit me with it, real quick. Let's do it. Best surprise announcement. 
control. Chris? Kind of a tie of uh, control and Sekiro. Uh, I think for me, it was probably re either Resident Evil 2 or the tease for the future of Halo that we got at the beginning of Microsoft's conference. Uh, I genuinely believe we weren't going to see that at all. Yeah. Uh, best graphics that you saw in a gameplay demo. In a gameplay demo. Ooh. That's hard because that's a three-way tie, four-way tie between Ghosts, Resident Evil... Um, Last of Us, and what was the last one? F, I forgot. So those three for me. But I'm probably if I had to pick one, I'd probably say Resident Evil. Kiku, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna give Resident Evil two probably the best graphics of a remake ever. Um, I'm not gonna go with the best graphics of the show. That would have been a tie for me between the Last of Us two and Ghost of Tsushima. But there's that one at the end of the gameplay trailer when he's facing off against who you figure is your like female partner, and yeah. the sun turns and it glints off the sword and almost blinds you at the same time. And it, I mean, in a very realistic way, and a really majestic samurai feel to it. Like I was like, nope, right there. Uh, so Ghost of Tsushima definitely had the best graphics that, that we saw. Yeah. Uh, Ghost 100% gets my vote, too. Um, I was just completely engrossed. Like I said, it's not a game for me, but I think it looks absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, biggest surprise of the show. So, like, a game you didn't think you were going to like going into this. Um, what really wowed you that you didn't expect to care about? This is going to sound weird, but the one game that I can't stop thinking about that I didn't think I was going to care about, uh, and it's probably not like the best answer, but Starlink. Like, I'm genuinely interested in that game mm -hmm. and want to see what it does. Like, everything else at the show, like, awesome. I really anticipate, I expected to see some of that stuff. I want to see that stuff, but Starlink just kind of like, well, I keep thinking about it. Like, I want to see what it is. So, I don't know. It was a genuine surprise for me. I like it. Keeks? Um, I would say Spider-Man, like I said before, but I, I kind of feel like that had the biggest potential to win me over. Um, man. Honestly, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I don't know what it was, but I was like, I want to play that. Also looks great. great. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but they... Uh... Their combat was influenced by Devil May Cry. Oh shit! That's my answer. Never mind. Devil May Cry Five. I lied. Ah, oh, that's yeah. the one. I'm changing Devil May Cry. It. I'm going I was going to trick both of y'all because that was going to be mine. I, I totally forgot about it because it's oh. not a. It wasn't Dante, right? It was Victor. Um, his brothers, the Nero. Nero. My father, Nero is the. Who? On his bike. Man, I saved myself because I would have been mad at myself forever if I forgot to say that. Man, nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, definitely double. Because that double game looked amazing. Oh, God. Um, that's uh, another game where you have to use a prosthetic arm. That's a big thing uh, in gaming next year. I guess uh, for, for me, it's yeah. almost a tie. Um, quiet man is Josh's. I know it. No, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's either Devil May Cry I totally Cry forgot about that. <laughs> so did everyone else. <laughs> yeah. um, it's got to be either Devil May Cry or Assassin's Creed Odyssey for me. Uh uh, as watching Odyssey, it was like, man, this is this is what I always wanted Rise to be. 
and what I thought it could have been. And so I'm really excited to go play in that world. I really love Rise. Um, best trailer that we saw. Ooh, best trailer? Uh, trailer. Beyond Good and Evil 2. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nope, I lied. Devil May Cry 5! Yeah! <laughs> I show gameplay too. Get out of here. Um, oh, man. It's kind of a tie for me. Beyond Good and Evil 2's trailer was... You're almost like, just don't make it a game. Make it a movie. I, I would love to see. I would love or, to see an Advent Children style movie yeah, for Beyond Good. Right. Good. Oh. oh. Um, tra- transference because it freaked me out a little bit just watching it. Oh, don't make me think about that. I'm about to go to sleep. And, and then, um, oh my God, what was it? The um, crap. What game was it? It was Warrior um, and these like demons stab you and you turn into a demon. Neo 2? Neo 2, yeah. Neo 2's, uh, thank you. Neo 2's trailer, I was like, at first I was like, is this a new Onimusha? Because I'll play the <laughs> close enough. That's what I thought when I close uh, enough. I thought that at two different points. I thought that during that, and I was convinced that that was going to somehow be a From Software title. Nope. I nope. want. I, I, they bamboozled everybody. After the after From's reveal at Xbox, I was like, seriously, what does a guy have to do to get a new Animusha? Animusha out of some uh, people, and they were like, yeah, Sekiro looks really good. And I was like, I, I mean, it does. And I'm not trying to uh, from software thunder, but if y'all want to make me another Onimusha game, that'd be great. And like half the people I was talking to looked at me like, "What's Oni Musha?" Not educated. Mine, Cyberpunk. I was that. That's going to be my second honorable mention. Yep. I, I think for me, Cyberpunk it won me over because I went into it, you know, not really like everybody is not really knowing what to expect. Uh, you know, having watched a good chunk of The Witcher, having played, you know, only a few hours of it, and that actually is going to probably be my game that'll take up most of August. Uh, since I just picked it up on sale. Good job. Cyberpunk was one of those proof-of-concept trailers where a lot of those I just kind of disregard. This one, though, made me actually really interested to learn everything I possibly could about this game. Uh, I love how all the descriptions we've heard of it, everything in that trailer. Like I said, I've watched it several times now. And it's, it's a game that feels like it was specifically built for me and for, like, the Matrix generation. And I I can't wait to see this game actually playable. Um, it's been a while since a purely cinematic trailer got me really hyped. But I mean, if we're talking just trailers in general, ES six guys, come on, Elder Scrolls. Um. All right. So really, the last one I've got. Um. If you guys don't have anything, do you guys have anything you want to throw out there? Um. No. Like. E3 was good this year. Like Funny Man, you don't have anything? I think he's he looked the most constipated on stage while talking. The guy's playing Command and Conquered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
um yeah i i don't have anything else to throw out there other than um what are your oh, no, i was being serious because i have one oh. i have one what what is yours then no i mean it was that because every when i i mean i watched the microsoft conference and it really looked like phil spencer needed to let go and he's talking fine but he's like really rigid and it looked like he was just sucking in his cheek I mean, like he, he just, was probably like, this is it. This is the one that makes or break Microsoft right here. Pretty <laughs> much. <know? laughs> uh, I think they're the only one that I didn't see any reports on their stocks. Uh, I saw that Sony um, lost a little because of their Fortnite debacle, uh, which mm-hmm. uh, F you for that, Sony. Like, you you could do way better. Like, really? Get, get your shit together. Uh, but I know I saw that. <laughs> Nintendo skyrocketed as soon as they announced Fortnite on the Switch. <laughs> and then it went right back down once people actually watched the direct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then it went back down to normal, basically. So, All right, well, my last word to throw out there, guys. Uh, what are your top three in-show? They had to have been playable, so no, no just videos. What are the best ones we saw gameplay from? At this E3, Cyberpunk doesn't count because we didn't get to see the gameplay right. demo. Just throw that out there. Right. We have to have actually been able to see the footage. So, like for for instance, Control was playable on the Sony show. It was. Yep. So Control would count. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with with the game the, the games that we've been really talking about. Um, you know, uh, The Last of Us Two. We got to see gameplay. Um, it's been in my head. Uh, I've been thinking about it, especially the the last death with the guy on his knees. Um, Ghost of Tsushima, it just looks mind-boggling beautiful. Um, and Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man just, it made me believe you can actually do a real Spider-Man game um, and it not be funky. So uh, those are the three that I would honestly throw out best of show. Um any honorable a lot mentions. of honorable mentions. Like I, I mean, there's so many. Uh, Devil May Cry Five, um, which I know we, we actually should have talked about that a lot more, and I feel, feel really bad that we didn't. Um, Sekiro, um, Shadows Die Twice, um, just looked phenomenal. Dying Light Two looked really good. Um, Gears of War Five, I haven't really worked since the third one. Um, four was really, really good. yeah. Four was. Um, I just. No, I mean, just for me, like, I was happy with... It's the same reason for Halo. You know, the end of the trilogy, I was really happy and sad, you know, and I just don't feel like I need any more. But 5 makes me actually want to play. Um, God, um, what else was there? On Good and Evil 2, just a little bit of gameplay that we got to see of of the city and whatnot was just, like, wow, wow. Um, What else? Um, I, I mean, there's, there's probably a few more and I mean, everybody's been like, you know, goes out and of course, you know, even we did awards for me, the, I know a lot of people say this every year that, you know, and I I know this is like Ray's favorite motto for any, uh, for any conferences, the real winners are like us, the customers, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this is the first year where I really feel like the winners really are us because there's just so much really great stuff coming out across the board that if two years and anybody tells me there's nothing to going to be like 
So um, those are my top three. And uh, I mean, I, again, I could go on and on for, for honorable mentions, except for that Kunji game that looked like a Fox Legend of Zelda. Tunic. I'm so excited for Tunic. Tunic that looks good. Awesome. Yeah, Tunic looks good. It just, I just wanted to be like Fox Link. Every single person yeah. that I have heard talk about that game has been like, do not be put off by it. It is awesome. Yeah. 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 So, right. Um, so for me, I think Devil May Cry was playable. Was it playable? I don't, I honestly don't know. I don't think so. So I'm really not going to count it. Um, man, it would have been great if it was, though. So I'm going to say, I think that Assassin's Creed Odyssey was. It, it definitely was. So definitely. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Kingdom Hearts 3 is Spider-Man, uh, with an honorable mention to Anthem. Um, I think for me, my top three, definitely The Last of Us 2. Um, I'm going to go Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I'm going to fall, fall at 76. Uh, is it playable? I, yes. Man, I should have gone to E3. Uh, I think... Everything that we saw from those three was just absolutely spectacular. Um, my my honorable mentions. I mean, I've got three or four of them. Spider Man, Ghost of Tsushima, um, Smash Brothers, uh, Division Two, and um, <laughs> Ray's gonna hate me for this. Uh, Forza Horizon Four. Okay, Josh. I see that you don't really like fun. <laughs> <laughs> There were so many other games you could have said. No. Hey, look. He gets Force Horizon 4 because the crew 2 was there, and I'm still not sure what the point of that fucking game is. Actually, I would you put just... the crew 2 over Force Horizon at this point because I get a helicopter. <laughs> and yeah, what, what one what do you car. do with it? You just like fly it around the United States. You're just like, look, I'm flying a helicopter. Like, what, what do you amazing. do with it? What are you talking about? <laughs> I also just want to drive a Formula 1 car on the highway. Sounds amazing. All right, you need to calm down, Richie Rich. Uh, there needs to be a point to the game. It's it's not Minecraft for vehicles. <laughs> I can't wait for the crew to actually. Uh, that that trailer sold me. I want to buy that game. God, somebody spin us out of this, please. But I also want Forza, so shoot up. No. Spinning, 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 spinning. All spiraling, right. spiraling, spiraling. We hope to hear from you. Um, let us know what you thought of E3, what your top three games were uh, with any honorable mentions. Um, you can't say the whole show is an honorable mention because then you're including Square Enix and we will tell you no. Uh, um, it's okay if you like Madden and NBA Live or 2K, whatever they're on now. Um, that's fine because you can burgle hams in those games and we're good with that. But with that, guys, we hope you have an awesome week. Go pre-order all these awesome games from wherever you like to pre-order um and of course check back with us every week keep it nerdy and validated and we'll catch you next time we're all validated now